my brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Play the Mature Gamer podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev and with me as ever we've got Steve and AD. Hello everyone, you alright? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Where are we? Doing a podcast, aren't we? About mm. games. It's only been a couple of days since the last one, um, so I'm a bit confused. Four days. We'll get back into our normal recording routine from next week because I assume E3 isn't going to happen again next week. Um, so I know we've, this is like the third episode we've had out in two weeks. Um, so feel free to just keep catching up and all that kind of thing and um, yeah we'll be back to normal and I won't be quite so confused um, for future episodes um, coming up this week AD is um, playing Minecraft again probably I haven't checked but I assume that's what's happening um, Steve's probably playing My- uh, Mass Effect um, again just to, to keep keep things rolling on as normal I'm playing a big pile of free games because I'm too tight to go out and buy some um, and then we're going to bitch about the Wii U and Peter Molyneux. So, all in all, fairly standard episode. Um, best game of all time is a ridiculous joke, um, as we all know. Um, but I am happy with the result in the end. And you'll find out what that is in about an hour and a half's time. After Kev's read you out the rule book from the best game of all time. Exactly. And Steve's told you some more lies. So, AD, what have you been playing this week, then? Well, aside from the usual Minecraft, which is just getting beyond ridiculous now, uh, my Diablo 3 arrived. Which oh, it's I, another game for you to sink the, a couple of minutes here and there into then. Yeah, um, I installed that on the Mac, went through the arduous 15 gig install, which was uh, bad. Then I forgot my bloody uh, Battle.net password, because it's been that long since I've logged on to it. Um, so I had to do a recovery job on that. And, yeah, finally, after ages, I actually got to start playing it, and it's bloody marvellous. I am completely, completely wrapped up in it and enjoying it, and, yeah. That actually probably accounted for nearly half as much time as I put into Minecraft this week. Wow. This, <laughs> this means you you obviously not tracking... 
those games on Raptor then? Because I didn't notice that on there. I, I normally notice when you'd stick a load of hours into something specific. I don't think, because it's not through Steam, I uh, don't think it registers. And it's on the Mac as well, and I would be very surprised if there's any kind of Raptor tracking thing for Mac games, because it's mm. not the most popular games platform yet. So. so should we, in future, just not bother having you on for the first hour of the podcast and just bring you in for the news? Because it's just going to be these two games every week from now Well, on. no, because, I mean, <laughs> knowing me, it'll... I mean, it's like with StarCraft 2. I played for it for a bit, and then I went and play other things. I, I find it difficult just to sit and play games constantly on the Mac. Um, don't know why, but it just doesn't feel right. Which is strange because I was used to playing PC games for hours and hours and hours. But yeah, it's kind of something I'll, you know, probably put an hour in here and there, just keep playing it. Do you think a console version of it would be possible? That's know. the only way I'd play it. it. The interface is kind of different. Um, it's mostly controlled through the mouse. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's. It's kind of an old school action RPG. You're not. It's, it's kind of weird to describe it if you've never played one of the more older school ones before. Um, I don't know if you ever played Baldur's Gate on the PS2 or the Xbox or anything like that. Nah. It's kind of in that sort of mold, but it's very big and complex, and these these certain things like they've they've opened up um, this real currency auction house and all of this kind of stuff so it's I think it would be quite a complex thing to put on certainly this generation of consoles maybe the next lot but I think on this generation it would be difficult and the problem is is that the joypad is a pretty poor substitute for um, a mouse anyway AD, I've got to interrupt you because I've just watched the most bizarre thing of my life and he doesn't want me to talk about it. Steve has just been putting his cup of coffee back on the desk and his way of doing this to try and be quiet, whereas a normal person will just put it down quietly. See, people will be able to hear it. This is, right, there you go. That's me just putting mine down quietly. Steve yeah. slams one side into the table like this <laughs> and then, and then really quietly puts the other side down. Which, like, listen back to the tapes, man. You yeah. slammed one side into the desk and then quietly put the other side down. I'd listen to you do it. You're and insane. And then, really and then he's there looking at me, giving it all yeah. the... No, no, don't turn that. Oh, don't don't interrupt him, I said. You could have just, saved just, the end. Yeah, he, he, Steve once again interrupts <laughs> me in a roundabout way. That, that was yeah, but you instigated it by bashing your to. cup. told him not to. <laughs> well, I heard it, and I thought, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Oh, sheepdog. I've lost my place now. I've lost sheepdog, you've ruined AD again. You've ruined him that time. I've been watching the football. <laughs> there, well, there, there you go. That's how much attention he's paying. I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, so what are you doing slamming your cup down then? Unbelievable. So, yes, anyway, it's very, very good. And uh, I've been enjoying playing that. If you like your RPG games, it's going to be something you're going to really enjoy. Um, so yeah, I've been playing some of that, and then because everybody's been going on about it, I started this new star soccer thing on yeah, which is the iPad. Oh, it's awesome! Do you think I, nah. there's, there's certain things about it I don't like? Um, some parts of it are really good, but other parts of it are completely naff. 
What's um, naff about it? The I've intercepting. Spent two the intercepting. Oh, yeah, that is bad. Is chronic. I you mean, have to build that, up speed. Yes, but I know, but he, to do to build up your speed, you have to do that same procedure, mm. and it's hit and miss. It's particularly hard on the iPhone, I've found. It's not too bad on the iPad because you can actually see, but because I have normal-sized hands, unlike you tiny-handed freaks, um, when I've got my hand over the little man to move him around on my phone, it completely covers the little man to the point where I can't see the ball. Hmm. So I'll line it up and watch it in, line it, line it, line it, and then just see the ball go past under my thumb. Don't drag the man. You can push like left of the screen and he'll run towards your You finger. can do what, sir? Yeah, that's how I do it. I yeah, but at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, though, there are times where the ball gets hit and you've got no chance of getting it. Yeah, you are right. You, there are definitely times where that happens. But, but that think, happens less and less, the fact that the yeah, more you build it, your speed. I think, you, yeah, you get faster, and sometimes it, it's just you can't get it. It's just the fact of life. Um, it's like sometimes you can't make a pass because every man's marked, I've found. But um, I love it when you curl a pass perfectly. And it's like, what a fantastic pass from Sheepdog, because that's the name of my player. Obviously. It always says Sheep in Space on mine, which makes me laugh. Or Dog in Space, one or the other. And I just (laughs) think of a little dog in space. Anyone? No? Okay. Strange person. What's the matter? How far through of it are you, AD? Well, I think I'm in season four and I'm playing for Newcastle in the Premiership. Wow. Um, you missed a fancy pants. I'm in season five and still at Wickham. I had a look and I was only on season three the other day when I was in League One. So, uh, yeah, um, a couple of seasons behind you too. I'd say these got really good bits. It is very addictive, but there are also bits, as I say, that just totally annoy me. And they, they annoy me in a way that I think is just daft. I mean, there's, there's some elements to it I don't think work properly. The, the, I don't like the hit and miss thing for the training. You know, if you want to try to build up your statistics... Um, where you have to match the items. I think that's crap. Oh, yeah. Because there's no it. way of tracking yeah. it properly. I think you can, that... I, I do. <sighs> that's because you cheat, though. You probably yeah. have a cheat code. Yeah, I've limited items or something. No, yeah. Yeah. Even if you see that two of the balls are on a red and a blue, you can follow which way they go. I often get that right. What annoys me is when it says, oh, your girlfriend's annoyed or your sponsor's annoyed because you've not spoken to him in a while, and you think, well, I've got very little control over that unless I want to yeah. piss off my boss. And the other thing as well is is that the um, post-match sort of award thing is a bit hit and miss as well. It's like you can win a game, but the fans are not happy. And it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Hat-trick. Well, you know, I've done everything that I can in the game. You are playing for Newcastle. Oh, no, but it's happened throughout. It's, yeah. Send Spurs <laughs> fan, to be fair. It's <laughs> happened throughout the whole thing from right from the beginning. You know, like, you'll win a game and the manager will be happy and, and then the team's not happy and the fans are not happy. And you're like, well, that's just pants. It's just rubbish. It's I think not... the team aren't happy if you uh, take all the shots and... You have to get assists and stuff to yeah. get, make the team happy, don't you? Yeah, but you can only do that if it's available to you while you're playing it. Oh, yeah. If, but... if, if you don't get the opportunity to do that, again, it's something that's out of your control. Have you lent any teammates your car? Because they trash oh, the like, bastards. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And 15 Have coins. you been to the casino? I've still had no reason to go to, to, go to yeah. the casino. Yeah, I've always been to the casino. I had a little news report come up saying Sheepdog the Addict. No, I've just had no reason to go to the casino, but I have bought myself a diamond earring or something along those lines. I've almost bought all of them now. All the, oh, uh, I'm fully just... blinged out. 
My player's fully blinged out and stuff. My player owns a jet, though, because I saved up for it. His own, uh, <laughs> Are you still in League One? Yeah. You own a jet. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I saved up over a season. Doesn't own a house, doesn't own any clothes, yeah. but he's got a jet. I've got a jet and a load of stuff. Usual then, uh, sheepdog priorities. Small house or something like that. I'm, I'm going to save up for the island, I think. Thousand credits or whatever it is. What? Just my own private island, an aeroplane, and all the bling under the sun. See, I've I've been buying that super energy drink thing a lot that enables you to up your stats and stuff. Have, I haven't needed anything more than um, energy. What what are the other stats about? Sorry, it can just well, it lets you upgrade your um, things, all your different categories of number. Yeah, so you don't have to play this silly little mini game. Yeah, I don't bother with the training anymore. Really? I just upgrade it using energy drinks. Yeah. Shit me! I've I've been uh, doing the energy drinks and then wasting like I'd, I'll do the training, buy more energy drinks, do the uh, girlfriend and the sponsors. Did you just say do <laughs> yeah, the girlfriend? I did. I didn't mean to. <laughs> and then buy more energy drinks and it's well, costing me a what, fortune. What I do is I'll do one of the easier training things. I think this one is it technique where you just have to kick the ball straight <laughs> through the what's it? I'll do that and then your energy goes down. Then I'll use the energy drink and then up my stats that way. So you, like, get two hits between games. And that I just sort of up my stats quite a bit. But I, I do find it a little bit a little bit annoying, some of them mini-game things. As I say, the worst, without doubt, is the bloody um, making yourself faster. Um, having to try and intercept a pass. And it, because it takes energy off you as well, it's kind of annoying because you can only do it once usually between games and that's a bit annoying but oh yeah it's good i do enjoy it but i just think there are a couple of things they could iron out on it that make it much better i found i annoyed i don't know if it's my dad or my wife i annoyed uh, we were watching one of the euro games and i shouted goal meaning in my game <laughs> and they were out of the room came like running back in who scored i was like oh no one just why did you announce a goal that was in the game that you were playing <laughs> on your phone it was just miles away and i was like goal because i did like a really good curve and then thought Fuck, I'm watching football, aren't I? Um, whoops. That's just one of those things, isn't it? It must be horrific living with him. <laughs> Anything else you've been playing, AD? That's been pretty much it. Um, i say the other stuff... Nothing from nothing from the past, AD. I'm confused. Well, look, the other stuff, the other games I've played in the past week that we covered on the podcast we did on Sunday. So uh, okay. It has been weird doing one four days later. Well, I'll, allow, yeah. I'll allow it then. Yeah, shall I start my lot? I don't, know, I don't know if anyone cares what you've been playing. <laughs> Should we just skip on to me and leave you out? You can if you want. What have you been playing? Oh, um, theme park. Yeah, let's skip park. on. <laughs> and, uh, I was laughing to myself earlier, AD, because I fired it up and everything. And um, What were you playing, playing it on? Uh, the Mega Drive. Oh, right. And um, I sat there. I, I bought everything that was available to me at the start. I stuck a bit of research on it and just sat there watching the money come in. And I thought... I assume you put cheats and stuff in because you're no, dog. No, and I just sat there and thought, like, this is quite boring once you've built it. You're just sitting there waiting for the cash to come in. So then um, I thought, what can I do? So I started abusing people around the park. Obviously. Trapping them so they could go in and out of a shop. Someone was stuck running in and out of my coffee shop for nine months. <laughs> Didn't buy a cup of coffee, though, because it was too expensive. Well, but... Um, my wife came in and said, I need to go to the post office. Like, you've got to come with me because you're paying. And I was like, hang on a minute. I've nearly paid off the loan for my park. <laughs> so I just sat there <laughs> making her wait until I'd raised the uh, £150,000 
loan amount that I'd got paid that off, went to save it. There isn't an option to save. I, f- I assumed that it just saves automatically. Turned it off. No continue game when I turned it back on. So uh, that was a good three hours wasted watching these. There must be a way to save. I think it saved automatically in the uh, the cartridge is just really old. I'm going to look oh, later on to be sure in case there was a way to save that I just missed. But as you can imagine, I wasn't too happy. I built this little park full of abused people. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, what I used to love about playing it, you can put like arrows on the path so that people can't walk certain ways. So uh, I just stuck them at the entrance so no one could ever leave. <laughs> so people just go to leave and get redirected back into the park. And uh, it works wonders because you end up with a really high park population. And, and you do the old salty trip chips, yeah, of loads, course, yeah. loads of ice. I put that up. In right the up. Uh, drinks. I didn't get what the saloon was all about, though. It said water content. And I put it really high and then thought, if this is beer... Well, you're watering down the drinks, aren't you? Uh, I, I just sort of thought, I don't really... If it's you are an expert on watering down drinks after your get self-service coke trick you know exactly the concept of watering down a beverage oh, yeah. you, AD, if you're ever out in public with steve where he's able to go and get his own coke off of one of the fountain things you'll be, wherever you are in the restaurant all you'll hear from the court just just hear it and you think wow oh, what are oh, steve's getting the drinks it's just click 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 <laughs> click click where he's just pressing the the glass against the side of the thing over and over again so he just gets syrup and no water so he basically <laughs> then nice. he then sits down and sucks on a pint of coke syrup and then his eyes I fall get a little bit head. of fizziness in it but it's because they do water it down loads because they're taking the theme park method but um you are warped you should try it it's fantastic <laughs> i don't want to i'm so happy nice. with the serving that i get no, i don't you, you want to be. drink just syrup I got fed up of just, you know, you go to a cinema and you order it and it is just water with a tiny bit of Coke flavouring in it. And uh, so, yeah, I just click, make sure click, I get click, it. Click, 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 you have to click, hold click, it the right click. way as well because water still comes out, but it comes out on the right side and the Coke comes out. You've got to get, you've only got to get the one nozzle. It's, it's, it's a trick. It's good. You, you'll hear it everywhere you go. You'll hear click, click, click. It'll be all of our listeners. I hear it everywhere I go because <laughs> yeah. you're bloody there getting a bloody Coke. But yeah, I'm surprised um, you're not diabetic. He probably is diabetic, he just won't admit it. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, other than playing that on the Mega Drive, I also fired up Balls 3D, which I'm sure uh, we established you remembered last week, AD. Um, I have no memory Yeah, of I this. thought we established you were the only person in the world who played it, ever. Just, just in case you uh, need reminding of what it was, AD, is the theme tune of it, which plays throughout the game and is absolutely annoying as hell. I hope you can hear this when I put my microphone to the speaker. Can you hear that? What are you doing? That theme tune just plays continuously, continuously. <laughs> and every time you win a battle, it's like, oi, oh, it's the worst theme tune ever. Um, the game is the worst fight game ever. Oh, so it's a fighting game. <laughs> yes. That brings me on nicely there. Good little segue to, I was reading about the game afterwards thinking, what were they thinking with this? And apparently, when it was released, all their advertising didn't tell anyone it was a fighting game. Their main advert at Christmas was a Christmas tree made out of balls that just said something like, tell Santa, to tell your mum to get uh, to get balls from Santa, or something like that. Hilarious. And uh, it, well, yeah, it wasn't funny, but it didn't tell you what balls was. Just tell Santa you want balls or whatever it was. And um, apparently the SNES cover didn't tell anyone it was a fighting game on the actual game. It says on Wikipedia, um, the Mega Drive cover of the game is the only one which gave a clue that this was a fighting game. And it shows a picture of a character that isn't in the game. 
punching the head of another character, which isn't in the game. And it just says, Bulls, Battle of the Bulls. And uh, it's just, yeah, chucking. Um, I was having a good chuckle because I, I clicked, I always click on the uh, talk bit at the top of Wikipedia pages to see what people are saying, what's not allowed on there and whatnot. And um, you've got way too much time <laughs> on your hands. Every person who's written in this talk bit someone's like i worked on this game and you said this is involved in it and i don't remember that being there somebody else replies i also worked on this game and i worked on a bit that did this and then a third guy goes i was the third person who worked on this game <laughs> in the team of three and i'm just like what, what? All, all three of them have obviously not spoken like 20 years and they will come to argue on this wikipedia page that uh it's some i can't remember what the bloody thing was i'm not even gonna bother looking it up now but some chip that they thought was involved in the making of it but um it is such an awful game. Apparently, it was one of the very first 3D fighting games. You know, like uh, the newer Tekken games where you can walk backwards into the... You know, you can dodge people by walking away from them deeper into the set and come forward and whatnot. Um, this was one of the first attempts of doing that in a game. And oh, it's done really badly. <laughs> really I'm badly. actually looking on their Wikipedia page now and I can confirm Steve is not bullshitting. Yeah. This is bizarre. It is the free developers just talking about it on Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. for no reason. Yet somehow this is deemed not worthy of the actual Wikipedia yeah, page. It's bizarre. But um, I even read apparently there's a, the story to it is just that some jester is granting a wish. Which, when do jesters grant wishes? I don't really get when it. When don't they? And you have to beat him at the end of the game and then your wish is to play as one of the bosses from the game. This is by the people who made dogs and cats. I saw that as well and was like, whoa. But, um, wow. Which I used to have. Well, my sister had. I never had them. but You did. They, everyone had They were cats. awful I had cats. cats. I think we had both. Because, that was on the PC, I think. I remember having that. Yeah, my sister had a rich friend who had them all, so we just nicked them. We stole them. <laughs> Came him back eventually. You know. <laughs> but um, no, this game, I, I, I remember thinking it was all right. But thinking back now, I think it's because I was like, I don't know, what year did it come out? 94. So I'd have been eight or nine. And um, such a you. All, all of them, like reading about it on other sites, it was like, this is the worst game ever. It's got all kind of cheesy. I was going to say fart jokes, but I don't think there are any actual fart jokes, but that's the level of humour you're talking about. And the kind of thing an eight-year-old would find hilarious. It does have a farting monkey and a jumping clown and a sumo wrestler. But yeah, apparently it's funny for like kids, but it was just awful. I sat there thinking, I can't believe my parents wasted money on this game. Uh, bless them. Like, I must have asked for it. You fight an ostrich and a dinosaur and a rhino, apparently. All at the same time? Because that'd be awesome. They're made out of balls, though, so, you know... I, so I, I know what. <laughs> they don't look anything like it, but I played the game earlier anyway, and uh, oddly, jumping and fighting used the same buttons. So sometimes, so I'd just be button mashing, and sometimes he'd jump, and sometimes he'd kick, and sometimes he'd punch, <laughs> and uh, I just got a thrashing on it, and I, I just, I'm so glad it's not a new game, so that because if I say I oh, don't buy it, it doesn't matter. No one's gonna go back in time and buy it. But um, what an awful game! What were they thinking? I wish I didn't own it. But that gave me a lot of laughs playing earlier, thinking this is so terrible. And the fact that I know that the three uh, people who, the three people who worked in it, obviously never worked together ever again on anything. <laughs> we'll, we'll go back. People will go on Wikipedia later on after reading this, uh, listening to this. Sorry, and it was it was at the bottom. Oh, it's been really nice chatting to you. Let's meet up and make a new game. And everyone will be like, No. I'm tempted to go on there and say I'm the fourth guy who worked on it. <laughs> 
<laughs> just to see if they, yeah. just to see if those three are all bullshitting. Because if they all welcome me along and say, "Oh, I remember you," <laughs> then we know all three of them are bullshitters. Because yeah. well, I thought one of them might be a bullshitter because they were like, "Oh, I worked on it right at the end when, uh, yeah, um, you know, say, said they wanted I um, worked on the iPhone conversion. <laughs> yeah, but um, I did the online gameplay on it. What a just. It makes you laugh reading. The reading that made it just you, you can imagine some of these little uh, teams that work on stuff, and it sounds like it must have just been massively rushed. I mean, they they use this. It's not even different levels. It's the same level every fight, same music every fight. There's little messages come up in the background like eat tarmac or something like that when they fall on the floor, but it's the same messages every time, completely, um, you know, independent of what's actually happening on the thing, and. Um, yeah, the only thing that changes is the person you're fighting against and they're still made out of balls and they're talking and you can't see a mouth or anything moving. It's just faceless balls arranged in a certain way. It's like a demo, a tech demo of just what a 3D game might look like and they just happen to have rinsed 40 quid out of me about 20 years ago. I might have to meet up with them and ask for it back. I might go on Wikipedia and say, you three owe me a tenner each. <laughs> Cough up. I've got their IP addresses. Um... <laughs> Right, lastly this week, um, I've been absolutely hammering Mass Effect 2, but um, I was sitting there yesterday at half one in the morning and I suddenly thought I might be a bit broken because for two and a half hours of that hammering it, especially yesterday, all I did was travel from planet to planet harvesting it of resources. Why? Because it helps I me research that. later on. But I, I just sat there and did nothing but that for so long. And what I'm enjoying, which <laughs> probably makes me sound awful, but my mate laughed and I was telling him, I'm just going from uh, star system to star system, completely depleting them of resources, <laughs> and just going on to the next star system and depleting that one. And going to the next. So I'm just, that's all I've been doing most of yesterday afternoon, was depleting star systems. I did and, that. Uh, it gives you good research and development stuff. A little bit of me is concerned that I'll get to Mass Effect 3 and loads of civilizations will have collapsed because I'll have taken all of their resources there. Um, <laughs> but uh, also what I did was wander around the uh, Citadel endorsing shops so that every shop you go in now goes like I'm Shepherd. this is my favourite sh- shop and I'm thinking when I all get wind of the fact I've done that in every single shop that's going to surely backfire if that doesn't backfire that's an oversight on the game's beha- um, part I'm, I'm saying so I'm going to assume it will backfire because it just made me chuckle that every shop there says it now and I bought a hamster I don't know whether he did or not I can't remember now don't I did, ruin it I did. for me don't ruin it no, I'm just saying yeah. that I, I, I can't remember whether he did or he didn't I did the same myself so I um, you two are such losers I went around and brought all of the stuff from the shops as well and then I got to the, I got to the souvenir store and it sold hamsters and I didn't have enough credits and I was just like no <laughs> you mean to say I could buy a hamster and I've run out of money so what I did was flew off did a mission and came back especially for it which felt a little bit uh, yeah, a little bit silly but um, I've got it now I don't even know what relevance it has because it wasn't in my quarters um, what not in the fish tank I've got a fish as well is, is there, I didn't notice that in my quarters even maybe I haven't visited them yet your but, fish tank the fish tank's massive yeah how I can you have, miss it it's like I'm, one side of the room <laughs> in the room then because I'm actually <laughs> Stevie Wonder think, no I'm thinking that I went in Katsumi's room and looked for my hamster cage Pervert. and uh, why would you not look in your own room no because obviously I just went I was searching the ship talking to people and then I was in a room just thought oh I wonder if my hamster cage is in here and then thought no it's not obviously just 
<laughs> carried on with the game and assumed that that was that. But obviously, I never really go to the top floor. I'll have to check when I get home now, actually, because I thought I checked, but I obviously haven't. But yeah, bro, is it the, the fishy bow in the citadel? It ends up in a massive tank, then, mm. is it? Cool. The tank's there, regardless of if you buy a fish. <laughs> it is like, I'm not joking when I say the tank is one side of your room. Right, it's okay. just massive glass tank cool. the size so of a house. So have one little fish in it, or will there be other fish for me to buy? No, you buy other fish. Awesome. I'm liking the fact I can collect ships. That's that's brilliant. I'm really enjoying it. I know they don't do anything, but I, I like having a little collection of them. I was going to say that even though I'm really enjoying the story and I'm kind of getting on with it, I am finding myself... Um, traveling around just trying to find things like that and meeting up with people from the old game and just not really I'm just going on like wild goose chases again not, re- not really doing anything relevant to the story <laughs> um, I've done more of the uh, the DLC story than I did of the actual story as well I mean I said I did his name Kasumi Katsumi she was like a DLC person. I was just while I was getting the Cerberus stuff when my new game arrived, I uh, noticed I had exactly enough points to buy the. Uh, it's called something like Silent Memory or something like that. I brought that as well. Um, I wanted to know. Do you know Aidy? There's uh, an add-on DLC for. Um, is her name Inara? Liara. Mm-hmm. Is it down, it's a DLC for her with some sort of shadow person. Yeah, don't do that until you finish massive. Until you finished it. Right, would okay. be my recommendation because that's sort of a bridge between Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3 and it's worth getting yeah yeah because I wasn't sure I looked there and I thought I've almost got enough points for that if I just buy the, the lowest amount um, but cool so I was going to ask as well that's probably not really worth asking I was going to say can I carry on the game once I've completed it can I go back and do other bits or yeah but yeah okay I think well can Doesn't you matter. don't answer for sure uh, yes I think you can okay but um it's a brilliant game. I've got, I think, my team at the moment. Geez, am I right to say my team? I'm not going to spoil anything. I'll just I say think it's that... safe to assume you're not going to have just you doing it by yourself, or else <laughs> we'll know nothing about Mass Effect. You're going to have a team. Yeah, what I mean is, like, um, you. the whole point of the game is you go around building your team, don't yeah. you? And at the moment, I think I've got the Professor, Archangel, and um, the two DLC people. So I'm not that far into it, really. Um, oh, it's just it's brilliant though I like, I'm loving the fact it's so much more updated obviously I mean that's just... I really like Mass Effect 2 is one of my favourite games ever yeah. I really like that game I spent a long 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 time on that I, well, I did spend ages starting to look for a couple of other people and then realised that well I, I'm assuming that I can't because they tell you at the start where loads of people are from the previous game, like what they're up to. So I went looking for that person and then found that that's not in any of the uh, planets I can visit. So I'm hoping that they're available later on. I assume they will be. But I was just a bit like, what? They've told me, oh, they're on so-and-so planet. I forget the name of it now. Went looking for all the different star systems I could get to. And it's like, oh. What I'm finding is really pissing me off. And again, I'm hoping I can update this later on is um, the fuel's fine. I don't really run out of fuel ever, but I run out of probes like all the time. Will I ever get the opportunity? buy some more. Well, I do. But it's annoying when you go to one planet, I end up wasting 25 probes on that one planet. You know how to use them, don't you? You know how to deploy yeah, the, the probes when properly. It rumbles, you just, you, when yeah. it rumbles at the maximum. But sometimes when a planet's got poor resources, I, I kind of keep looking and then start hitting random bits where it's peaking a little bit, but it's not rumbling. And it gets me, say, a 1,000 platinum or whatever, but it doesn't deplete it. So... I always keep going until it's a fully depleted, completely exhausted planet. And um, sometimes that does just take 25 probes. But do you, are you ever able to up the probe mount, or is it stuck at 30? 
can't remember. It was that long since I played it. I'm liking. I've upgraded some of the uh, ships things as well, like the guns and the uh, armor, which I was quite pleased with, and things like that. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just. I'm really loving it. I keep thinking, oh, I want to go play it. Every, every, I'm sitting there watching telly, thinking I could be playing that now, but I've got to watch CBeebies all day instead with my daughter. <laughs> Not all day, obviously. We do have. We've only got one TV. Sadly, yeah. how the other half live, eh, AD? <laughs> yeah, first gonna, world problems and all that. <laughs> I am going to get a wire so I can play it from a monitor, I think, because uh, especially my wife's on maternity leave for a year, it's going to end up with just no TV. She's going to be constantly on that watching films and stuff, so I need to invest in a wire. But yeah, so that's what I've been playing. I went on for quite a while there. Sorry, what have you been up to? Who do you think you are? Huh. I know! <laughs> just, you know, he doesn't realise how much thin the ice is that he's skating on <laughs> and he's there trying to run the place and it's ridiculous. Steve little word of warning for you fat men shouldn't be skating on spin ice I was going to say <laughs> that's going to be my retort that I don't ever skate on thin ice because well what clearly I'm... you like walking on thin ceilings though don't you uh-huh. <laughs> well, I didn't walk on it AD. I put my foot through it right yeah. Halo that's what I've been doing for most of this week um I, t- I, I think the last t- point in my Halo tale was that I played the first level in the game again for like the third time in 10 years and stopped. Um, but I've now started playing it in co-op with Anna and um, it's much easier now. I don't have to kill any of the baddies. And I just have to follow her around. Um, so I've been doing that and um, I think I'm nearly finished it. And I'm actually finding, now I'm getting into it a bit more, that I'm really enjoying the story on it. Cool. Um, I had been... It's it's a bit frustrating in places. I still don't like the fact you can't aim properly with it. I know you, I know you get the sniper rifle and a few bits and pieces like that, but it it does feel like an old game, which obviously I know it is. Um, it frustrates me a bit as well, where it seems to reuse a lot of the assets in it over and over again, whereby you'll end up you'll go through a corridor that looks like the corridor you were in an hour ago, and then you go out onto the bridge that looks like the same bridge you were on an hour ago, and then you go into a room that's the same room you were in an hour ago. Now, either I'm getting massively lost and just keep going <laughs> around in a huge circle, um, or everything sort of looks the same. Yeah, that, that that is a legacy from the original game. It's not so much the fault of the game. It's just that obviously it was limited technology that we, mm. that it was on. Um, and that was one of the problems with the first game. Mass Effect did the same, so it must have been an early... Mass Effect 1, I mean, so it must have been an early sort of thing. Well, I mean, the original was on the original Xbox. Oh, yeah, good point. Shit. So it was just basically... It being considering you know, it was a generation-old machine, mm. the fact that they managed to... Uh, they managed to get it to look as good as it did. I mean, obviously, by today's standards, it, it's pretty cruddy, but... Um, back then it was pretty amazing mm. um, I guess it was just a case of limitations of the hardware, they had to reuse the assets over and over again in order to to keep it within its what do they call it? RAM budget or whatever yeah. type of stuff these something developers like, like to come that. out with. It's yes. something like that, I really like the soundtrack on it though, that's really it's awesome, awesome. Isn't it? Um, is that I know because it says on the box that it's been remastered and stuff on the soundtrack, but was it that good on the original? Yeah, because I was really impressed with the soundtrack. Yeah, the on soundtrack there. was one of the things. The the sort of Gregorian choir thing at the beginning. Yeah, that was on the original. That that was one of the standout things. Um, it just seems hard to believe. He was quite a lot of it was sort of unique for a games console at the time. I mean, mm. you, you take it all for granted now, but. 
I mean, when that com- when Halo originally come out, it was like it felt like. I mean, PC owners will disagree, but it felt like it was a PC quality first person shooter on a games console, which. You know, back in whenever it was, 2002, was it? Something like that? I don't know. I'm guessing. 2001, I would imagine, because the 10-year anniversary came out last year, didn't it? Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, it was was kind of unique. I mean, first-person shooters obviously had been put on games consoles, but they were always very stripped down, and this was one that had really quite a lot of memorable bits. I mean, I remember... The bit where you're in the dropship for the first time and you land on the beach and it was like a seamless transi- transition. There was no, you know, oh, that's clearly a, a full motion video cutscene and then, oh, look, I'm back in the ship and it's crappy graphics. It was all done with the one sort of sweep and the ship lands and you walk off it kind of thing. Mm. It's just little moments like that, <clears throat> that that made a difference and, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm certainly getting into it. I think, and I, I think I my plan is now to try and play through all of them before Halo Four comes out because the Halo Four adverts have been getting me very very excited, especially the one that was on during the England match mm. the other day. Look, um, yeah. Just watching that, and thinking, oh, like look at this. So, in, in your capacity as resident Halo expert, AD, um, I've got Halo Reach still sat there because I had it a little while ago. Um, yeah. Should I play that next? Because Halo 2, I can't <clears> get on the 360, can I? So I'm a Yes, bit... you, you can get Halo 2, um, just the Xbox game. That so will to... work. Okay, cool. Because so, what I want to do is be able to play it in co-op. Is there co-op on it? Because I, um, I don't want to do it, it by myself. Work on, won't work. None of the multiplayer will work. Because they shut the old Xbox servers oh, off. Has it got local co-op? I need to know, AD. Come it on. could well have. I never played local co-op. I would suggest, though, it might not work very well. One of the criticisms with Halo 2 was the fact that they went with the dual weapons and they did take up a sizable part of the screen. Mm. Um, Halo 2 was, wasn't as well received as the original Halo. But How important the, is it to the story? Do I, I take it I need it to be able to get the full yes, story? Yes, because it... it yeah, because Halo 3 essentially picks up from where Halo 2 left off, so it won't make it won't make a great deal of sense to you what's happened. They sort of recap it as you play through Halo 3, but if you want to really know what's happened, mm. um, you Why need you to let Anna play it and you watch. Might that's it's probably basically the same. What's yeah, doing now. that that might well be the best thing to do. You could just lay across her lap like a puppy. And you understand that I'm like four times the size yeah. of her. Yeah. Okay. Just lay with your head in her lap and watch a telly <laughs> while she plays and pats you. And <laughs> you can just purr a bit like a cat. That sounds pretty yeah. awesome. Might do that. <laughs> should should I watch her play Halo 2 next or play Halo Reach next? Because uh, ha- ha- Combat Evolved and Halo Reach came in like a double pack. Um, <laughs> I love putting don't it think it matters really, to be honest. Um, because Reach is a prequel. Mm. and everything you kind of need to know. Reach basically takes you up to where Halo starts. Okay, cool. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I played um, Halo 1, 2, 3 and ODST before I played Reach anyway. That's the other thing I was going to ask you. Do I need to play ODST before Halo 4 as well? Mm. This is all important stuff, AD. 
Not really. He's, that's more of a spin-off. Okay, cool. Well, that's my Halo Halo planning sorted, <laughs> ready for when that comes out. Um, no, but I am uh, in co-op. It's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and like I say, the... Uh, if it, there's just a few tweaks here and there and it would have been super awesome but no I um, think that's been rather good fun and looking forward to cracking on with, with the rest of them now that I'm not going to die instantly which is pretty cool um, the rest of my week has been pretty much hammering Playstation Plus and all my shiny new freebies um, I, I had a go on Darksiders um, which I was really enjoying um, it's sort of God of War very God of War in fact but it's like God of War but set in modern times sort of post-apocalyptic god of war so it's a bit weird to get your head around exactly what it is charging around destroyed modern landscapes attacking monsters with a sword um but it's good fun um the combat on it seems fine um i've never been a massive fan of the god of war games but the combat on it seems fine i don't think it's necessarily missing out on anything major in the combat compared to a game like that the thing that frustrates me with it a little bit is it throws in these like shitty puzzles here and there um and i'm i sit there playing it for a couple of hours and i'm enjoying it and i'm cutting stuff up and having some fun and then i come up against a stupid puzzle that i just think (laughs) oh I don't know how to do this puzzle, and I don't want to sit and work it out. I'm bored. Um, and I'd got through a couple of them, and it got to a point the other day where it was like the third time in a session where I'd been really enjoying it and really getting into the combat of it and then just hit one of these puzzles. And I just gave up and thought, all right, I've had enough of this now. It's just stupid puzzle after stupid puzzle. Um, I'm I'm going to stop. I know I'm enjoying the combat. I can't imagine that's going to get any more fun as the game goes on. So I think I'm done with Darksiders. Um, but for a freebie... I would I would say anyone who's got PlayStation Plus and hasn't played this, it's well worth well worth a few hours of your time. And if you can handle the stupid puzzle stuff, um, get get on that because it should be good. Have you played this one, AD? Oh yeah, I played and completed it. I never had a problem with the puzzles. Yes. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Do you know, it, it to me felt like um, kind of a weird Zelda type game. Yeah, that's not a bad way of describing it. Actually, a bit of I would say sort of God of War crossed with Zelda, which sounds, yeah. which sounds weird, um, but it does sound weird because people are thinking, "What God How of War can... crossed with Zelda set in the future?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but with like very sort of old, sort of demonic. Yeah, it's a real mishmash. <laughs> just actually just sit there, and you can't. You'd have to check it out. And it's free anyway, so... Yeah, exactly. And the sequel's coming out later this year, so yes. just for the sake of um, being ready to play that, I would say anyone who's got a PlayStation... I mean, you should have PlayStation Plus by now if you own a PlayStation 3, because um, there's no excuses not for having it, so get this downloaded, give it a crack. If you can get past the puzzly bits, um, I'm sure it's a great game, um, but I just haven't got the patience to mess around with puzzles. That was always the thing that stopped me finishing Zelda games, because I just don't have the patience for pissing around with the puzzles. Um, so that's probably why I'm hitting up against the same the same thing with this. Um, so when I got when I sort of rage quit that in my frustration, I stuck Motorstorm Apocalypse on, and I was so pleasantly surprised with this game because the original Motorstorm was one of the two launch titles that I got with my PlayStation 3. I got that and Resistance, and those two games are a massive part of the reason why I've never really played much on the PlayStation 3. Because I got home all excited on launch day and gave them both an hour and thought they were both awful. Um, 
so I wasn't expecting anything good from Motorstorm Apocalypse. Even though I've really enjoyed Motorstorm RC on the Vita, I'm thinking, well, yeah, but this is back to the actual sort of proper racing, um, like in the original Motorstorm. This isn't going to be very good. And I think it's awesome. I am loving this game. Um, it's just racing around in mental vehicles with multiple routes as the world falls apart around you. And you're constantly pressing on your boost button. And it's just crazy. And it's awful handling just because it is. And there's no, but it doesn't matter. You crash constantly and it doesn't matter. And it's just good fun. I, um, I'm really enjoying it just for the carnage. And just it, it's quite an Im- impressive example of what the PlayStation 3 can do in places because you've got like 15 cars all on the screen, all racing with each other, and you've got your cars and your bikes and stuff. And while that's happening, bits of the world are collapsing around you. And I think it's, I, I'm really liking it. I've given it a couple of hours so far, and I shall be very much cracking on with this this week and, um, and getting some more of that done. And it's weird because I don't usually get into racing games. Um, but I thought, well, it's free. I just, I just downloaded all the free stuff and I'm going to gradually work through them. Um, but again, this is another one that for your PlayStation Plus on there, um, if you're ignoring this one because you didn't like the original MotorStorm or because you're not a fan of racing games, still worth giving a try just because it's mindless fun. Um, and yeah. it might just be because of the point of the my state of mind when I went from Darksiders where I was frustrated and this was just mindless fun and it was exactly what I needed. Um, it might just be my go-to game when I'm frustrated with something stupid. Um, I'll just go and race and run over some motorbikes in a truck while there's stuff falling on me because it's just awesome. Um, cool. Yeah, you kind of got a mixed reception in when it came out and some people liked it and other people didn't i actually really enjoyed it and i didn't like motorstorm 2 as much although that seemed to be quite popular i just thought it was just ridiculous in some places but yeah i mean the visually stunning when you're tearing along um on top of buildings and then suddenly there's a massive earthquake and then you see like these huge skyscrapers falling Mm. And it's the you know it's not done in sort of oh look it's clearly the background that's changing because you're driving past the stuff as it's falling and you're like oh shit so <laughs> yeah I I I really enjoyed it I thought for me personally I I enjoyed it the best out of the three main MotorStorm games but I know that a lot of people didn't like it as much as the others they thought that it changed its focus and changed its style but But i thought that was good i think that was needed because i didn't i'd never even bothered with motorstorm 2 because i was that unimpressed with the original motorstorm um and yeah i i would never have tried it because of how how bad my experience was with motorstorm and Mm. i'm so glad it was on there as a freebie and i got to give it a chance because having now played this and motorstorm rc i'm starting to think well actually perhaps this isn't a franchise that i need to completely ignore from now on they they are capable of sort of knocking something out that is going to appeal to me and my joy of smashing stuff up yeah steve would like it steve would be all over this one this sounds like something i'd want to play you need to get yourself playstation it's free on playstation plus i think I might be making it up, but I've got a feeling this is one of the games that they've said is going to be free for the whole year as well. Yeah, I read um, they're going to alternate two at a time. Yeah, but they? I think but this is one of the ones that's going to be there the whole time. I was telling my wife about PlayStation Plus earlier, and she said, oh, that sounds really good. And I thought, yeah, it does. That's where I'm getting one soon, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You, t- you need to tell her that um, you need to push on with it a little bit, because I think it's only five weeks now until two of them drop out and the next two come in. So you've got five weeks to... Uh, 
to get on there because it could be that it might be the two best ones that disappear. Nobody knows which two are going to go. It's ten weeks to my birthday, though. Well, that's your own fault for being born at a stupid time. It's about five weeks till mine. My birthday's a birthday's in the right have place. An early birthday present. You're old enough now to be able to handle yeah. it, I'm sure. <laughs> handle it. <laughs> well, no, let, let her buy it for you. You set up PlayStation Plus and download it, um, and then give it back to her and make her wrap it up and give it to you on your birthday. Yeah, I could do, yeah. couldn't I? I'll, I'll test the water. <laughs> well played, sir. Um, right, what else have I been up to? Where's my list? Oh, 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 Lollipop Chainsaw. Um, doesn't come out until tomorrow, um, but pre-order turned up early. And um, it's not my pre-order, by the way. I wouldn't buy such a perverted game. Yeah, of course not. No, I, I, I really didn't. Um, but Anna's pre-order turned up today, and um, I watched her have a go on it first, because um, she had to check that it wasn't too pervy for me to play. Um, it kind of was, but I had to go anyway. Um, and I know I slated this quite a lot, when I played it at um, the MCM Expo thing a few weeks back. But the things I was slating it for seemed to have been fixed um, between then and now. Um, One of the things that was really frustrating me back then is when zombies are crawling along the floor and there was just no way to kill them. No button seemed to be able to just jab your chainsaw into a zombie on the floor. Well, now, within three minutes of the game starting, it tells you, right, this is the button that you press Mm -hmm. to swipe your chainsaw along the ground and kill zombies that are on the floor. So, yeah, that one's fixed. They're no longer an issue. The other one was the fact that the camera was really annoying. And there's still parts of it where you don't seem to have any control over the camera at all. But I don't know if it's just because I'm playing a different level to what I was on the demo or just because it has been tweaked slightly so it's not as annoying. Um, But it just even though the de- the camera was fixed or semi-fixed in places, it didn't seem to be making it impossible to see what was going on the way it was on the demo version that I played. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's a bizarre, bizarre game. The way I mean, it's what you'd expect from a Suda 51 game. It is mental. Um, the girl in it is a cheerleader um, who eats, survives on lollipops, apparently as you do Um, she's on her way to school on her bike as a zombie outbreak happens and um so she unzips her bag and gets her chainsaw out (laughs) that's what i thought then she runs a uh, landscape garden and then she just then she just well no you you find out a few minutes later that she comes from a family of zombie hunters Oh. Um, and carries a chainsaw with her it's just in case. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer with the, the slain zombies instead of vampires, it sounds like. Mm, pretty much. But the, um, it, I mean, it's it, it's a total uh, like button masher. That's, that's what it is. You are just jamming on buttons, um, jumping around, kicking people in the face and swinging chainsaws at them and cutting them in half. There's a particularly fun bit where you can chainsaw someone up the crotch and right up through their head, mm-hmm. um, which is very satisfying to do. If she starts to run low on health, you have to find her a lollipop so that she can get her health back. Um, and I, I mean, you know, it's, I wouldn't say it's got masses of longevity to it. It's, it's good fun. Um, I enjoyed the hour or so that I played of it. I'm getting texts regularly throughout the evening telling me how awesome it is. Um, so I, I gather she's sat there playing it and thinks it's awesome. Just got another one now. Great game. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's certainly impressed her. 
Um, I thought it was all right. I'm going to try and have a bit more of a go on it over the weekend um, and come back with a bit more information next week. But from, you know, first impressions from an hour or so on it this morning, um, it seems like a much better game than the one that I had a go on with a zombie rubbing into the back of me at the MCM Expo. <laughs> um, although it doesn't seem to come with zombies rubbing into the back of me this time, which is no good. Do you have, um, so would you say he's got the uh, female seal of approval then? Um yeah, she, I mean, she bought it. She bought it. She mm-hmm. wanted it. Um, there is a tr- <laughs> there's a bit in it where, as it's telling you how to use the camera, it says on the screen, "Don't look up her skirt." And I immediately said, "There's a trophy for that." I know there will be a trophy for looking up her skirt. So we're there trying to look at the cheerleader's skirt, and as you try and look up her skirt, she puts her hand round to cover, or she, she's covering it so you can't see. So there must be a way that you can look up her skirt and get the trophy. So I mean, it is it's perverted in quite a lot of places. Um, but <laughs> did you not check the trophies, or are you just... No, going, I did check the trophies. There, we did check. There is a trophy for looking at her skirt. I thought you were going to just keep saying, I'm sure there's a trophy no. for looking at her boobs. I'm sure there's a trophy for stripping her off. And just constantly <laughs> oh, my trying. God. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I would say that, yeah, it's a perverted game, but... Um, well, that'll probably mean that I won't end up being able to get it then. You ended up playing Catherine in the end, that AD. Wasn't perverted. That was totally, that was totally falsely advertised. <laughs> well, I, I would suggest that you let her play it first for quality control. <laughs> <laughs> He's not happy. Listen to him. No. no. I'm just thinking these these two hopes of that Bob hope and no hope. So. <laughs> oh dear. Um. The other thing I've been playing this week is Little Big Planet on the Vita, on the Vita Beta. Steve's wonderful rhyming joke. Uh, I said you can't beat a Vita Beta. I know. That's what a tongue twister mm. there from you, sir. I'm a bit disappointed about this actually because I registered for this Beta at the same time as she did. Um, she's on it and I'm not, and I'm not impressed. I have sent an email to Sony telling them I'm an award-winning video game journalist. Um, why the hell aren't I on their Beta program? Um, but I have had a play on it. Um, obviously, with it being a beta in the early stages, it's a bit unstable and a bit crashy at the moment. But when it actually works, um, it is just like playing Little Big Planet on the PlayStation 3. It is out awesome. Love it. I did see Anna say, I'm playing it and I found loads of bugs. It's brilliant. And I kind of thought, <laughs> only, only a gaming nerd who does a gaming thing for learning and everything would say, oh, it's brilliant. It's so buggy. And I just... Yeah. She does like finding a bug here and there. At least you know it's just someone good is actually testing it inside and outside by the sounds of it. Mm. But no, it's just like playing on the PlayStation 3. Um, it's got a few gimmicky bits in it, but it, they're not annoying gimmicky bits. Like there's a bit where you have to like fire Sackboy up in the air and you have to pull a thing down on the touchscreen to do it. And yeah, I'd rather just press a button to do it, but it doesn't intrude on the game that much the way it does in some of the earlier Vita releases. Um, There's also a a few like different things that it does that I've not seen in a little big planet before. There's like a a multiplayer um, top down tank shooting thing um, where again, it's all touchscreen stuff and it, I mean, anyone who's played Little Big Planet knows what to expect. It is just a Little Big Planet game on the Vita. It's the same game. Um, it's got all the level creation stuff on there. There's already levels being created as part of the beta. Um, and it's just great fun. It's It looks so pretty as well. Um, for the, I mean, the graphics that it's pumping out on the Vita, you, 
you would think that you were just having and having the screen from the PlayStation 3 pumped through your Vita. Um, it looks that good. You, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the two. If this doesn't have some kind of remote play on it so you can just sit and play it through your telly, I would be yeah, quite surprised because yeah. it just, it, to me, it's it looks that good that I just want to be able to beam it through my PlayStation 3 onto the telly. I don't mind sitting there holding my Vita controller, but I would happily sit and play it on the telly. It, look, it just looks that good. And um, can't wait for this to come out. I want to get on the bloody beta program for it as well so i can actually get some more time on sure it. they're listening they'll update well now. you know sony you've had my email um <laughs> you don't want to feel his yeah, wrath now. i have i have finished both the little big planet games on the playstation so i'm a, uh, you know look at my trophies look at my podcast awards <laughs> you know get me on this damn beta program what's going on here podcast awards I am. Um, are you finished with your little big planet one? Because I have a uh, thing I want to wrap up about Game of Thrones game that we were slating on Twitter the other day. Who the hell does this guy think he is, Andy? <laughs> well, I just, just want to check. I didn't want to interrupt the man. I wanted to check he was done first. You done? I fucking am now. <laughs> Mate, take the wind out of my sails. Uh, no, we were slating it, weren't we, to people who just brought it? Yes. <laughs> who hadn't even unwrapped it yet. <laughs> and um, I was. We, we've been saying that it's not. They set down the road. Doesn't have any characters in it, and blah blah blah. A friend of mine came online. I was this is part of the reason why I was late for the podcast today. He was telling me about that, and um, apparently it has quite a few characters from the from the uh, book and the program in it. Um, it is just the first book that it covers, but it starts before that and goes through it. Um, and he, he says it's really good so far. It's got some voice actors from the program in it. And uh, he thinks it's, he's re- yeah he's loving it. I mean he's, he's a big Game of Friends nerd, but he's loving it. Um, I'm waiting for it to come through on Love Film, and I'm thinking from what he says, I might actually enjoy it. So after we spent the other week going, oh it's going to be rubbish, I'm not going to I'm not going to like it, and all this malarkey. It actually sounds like it'd be a decent game. And I thought that kind of comes under what I've been playing because I, I spent about an hour and a half talking about it. Coming up next week, boys and girls, Steve slates the Game of Thrones <laughs> game. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Um. Normally at this point we would do our Raptor chart now, um, but because we've only had a four-day gap between this show and the last show, it's not actually updated from last week. I think the group one only updates once a week, so we'll give that a miss this week. Um, it's not updated. It's all the same as it was. If you want to add us on Raptor, it's Mature Gamer Podcast on there. Um, we're well over 100 folk on there now, and it is super-duper to see what everyone's playing. Um, and then you can also all see how much Minecraft AD is playing, which um, who wouldn't be interested in that? I think he's up to about 11,000 hours on Minecraft now. <laughs> Probably, once surprised me. There seems to be some kind of weird multiple thing happening on there where for every hour of play, I think he's registering five hours because there's no way I've put that many hours in. So. <laughs> Ain't his clock slow in his house. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, 80s shopping list this week. Um, the big one is the one we've already talked about, Lollipop Chainsaw, coming out mm. on the 360 and the PS3. Um, which obviously AD is going to buy as long as he can get it past his missus. Every time you say lollipop chainsaw, I want to go, let's get the urge. So I've had to do it then because of that. Carry on. You should continue to do it um, because it's it's an excellent sound. Um, Also coming out on the Vita is Gravity Rush. Um, which uh, I'm not really interested in. There seems to be, there's quite a long thread on the forum about it, so there seems to be people who are interested in it. I imagine AD will probably buy it. To give is there a demo for this? Uh, there is a demo for it, I believe, because I had a look at it the other week and just got a couple of minutes in and just thought, it's the second gravity-related game coming out recently. That is that just a new thing they've discovered out of program? Well, gravity is that the new sand? I'm not sure if I'm thinking of the right game, but it was just a 
a weird game. I can't even remember what it was. It wasn't very good though. If it's the one I'm thinking <laughs> of, I, I genuinely can't remember it. Good it was stuff. like no, it was like a month ago, and I can't remember which one it was. I've just had to listen to you two talking about football for an hour. My That's brain's gone enough. to mush. <laughs> Wait, let, let people behind the curtain, our little gap where you've just heard that ten-second jingle. I've heard these two talk about football for an hour of my life. Don't act as if you weren't involved in it. You're involved a little bit, and uh, we did try and stop. Halfway through, I went, AD Kev looks like he's about to burst. And then uh, you did burst a couple of minutes later because I said I was going to look at something that I was listening to. <gasps> and, uh, and then that started a whole more 50, how longer 50-minute tangent. And um, So you're partly to blame for that, sir. Carry on. Heroes of Ruin is coming out on the 3DS, and I don't know what that is either. <laughs> We're doing well, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> right, bullshit simulator game of the week. Oh, my favourite part of the week. Tell you what, this is a doozy. This is a good one. This is what the one we've been waiting for. Because, um, well, I say it's the one we've been waiting for. I worry that the simulator genre has possibly sold out because um, it has the brand name on it. It is the Scania Truck Driving Simulator, the game. Um, Don't so, like it. No, so they've sold out um, and got Scania, or is that, I assume that's how you say it. Mm. They've got they've got them involved. Um, they've emphasised the fact that it's a game rather than a simulator as well. Which I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't want to play with it. I want to feel like I'm driving Experience a truck. It. Yeah, and I don't want to be limited to the trucks of just one manufacturer. I want to try all the trucks. It looks like you uh, can do tankers as well, petrol tankers and things like that. Yeah, but that, they'll so. be Scania ones. Yeah. Oh, and um, you can work on construction sites. It's still Scania, though. Takes the opportunity to learn more about the world-leading Scania trucks with a unique opportunity for a virtual visit to Scania's own demo centre. <gasps> That's the very place where Scania shows off its vehicles to VIP guests. Maybe- That's actually within this game. Maybe they're doing one for every uh, truck manufacturer. Well, if they are, I I would very much like to be involved in it. Um, apparently, as well, this is a bit that you're going to enjoy, Steve. Once you've mastered the basics and gained your license, you can compete against the best as you take part in a dozen disciplines inspired by the Young European Truck Driver Competition. It's the virtual recreation of Scania Driver Competition events. Learn the tricks to navigate your truck with centimetre precision. <laughs> centimetre not no metres in this no. one and this believe it or not you can pick up this game that is again emphasising game not simulator um, so just be careful if you're expecting a real simulation experience this is being billed as a game it's only £14.87 available on PC CD-ROM bargain oh, I'm going to wait for the HSG edition they're my more favourable uh, truck manufacturer out there in the UK fair enough should we do the news hmm um, right, news headline, um, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit back and not get involved in this one. I think because um, he did actually I'm an say to us, man. He said, "How are we gonna cover this one?" I, just, I said, "Honestly, I suppose." Um, there's been a lot of fuss about Lara Croft getting raped in the new or attempted rape in the new um, Tomb Raider game. It's coming out uh, next year now, isn't it? It's been pushed back. Basically, at some point, she gets kidnapped abused and they try to rape her and then she doesn't get raped um and the developer came out and said the idea of this is to make you feel more connection with the character and feel like you want to defend her or something along those lines um do we not feel that this is massively excessive and unnecessary to me it just seems weird i mean surely just they're being beat up is enough 
and we saw enough of that in the, the have, E3 trailer. They have tried to kind of backtrack and um, clarify what they've said. And they've, uh, the video that's already out there, I'm just trying to rewatch it to, to remind myself. Um, it's it's not like they're sort of on a trying to strip or anything like that. I mean, I think they just they start trying to come on well I, I, it's, it's not as bad as it sounds if that makes any kind of difference um it, it i think his wording has made it sound like they've got some really really gritty awful traumatizing scene and I what i don't understand is though why i have it in there at all mm. surely yeah. if they, if this is the only way they can find to make us identify with the character or connect to the character writing, then yeah it? it's a really badly created character surely because you don't I don't need to feel that I have to protect the poor defenseless little lady to make me want to play the game. No, I've never had that in any well, of the other Tomb Raider games when she's no. been, you know, able to look after herself and in charge and in control. And would would you have felt more connected to Nathan Drake if you helped defend him from getting raped? No. Just having a quick look at exactly. it now, and actually, I mean, it does look worse than they've made. Their clarification tries to make out, oh, no, that's not what we meant. But no, she is hands tied behind her back a man's trying to kiss her and put his hand down her trousers throws her on the ground and then she shoots him and you kind of think well that is pretty bad actually that's not going to make me feel like oh poor bless her you know um earlier on in that video she is tied up and proper gone through the you know whatever but um it's got a dog trying to kill her and all sorts so that's enough to make you think she's having a bad day but the rest this is yeah. the, this is the problem i have when they try to make edgy video games is because it's handled in such a cack-handed way and there's no need for it i mean i got all i needed to get from the trailer they showed at e3 i don't need anything else added into there as well one thing so I, uh... what's the point i just don't see the point and it, it's almost like when they make these storylines in video games, they don't know where to to stop. Mm. They, they'll always say, yeah, but you see worse in cinema. But the difference is cinema is a passive form of entertainment where games are an interactive form of entertainment. And there's a, that's a key difference, you know? And I, I just think that to me, it, you've got to draw the line somewhere. If you want to be taken seriously, um, you've got to draw the line and just say, you know, let's put our own set of um, regular, let's be self-regulatory in, you know, this certain areas you don't, you say, you do say about film, but you know, on TV or film that there's always lines and you always know they're never going to kill kids. They're never going to kill a baby. And you, you usually, as far as I can think of nothing I've ever watched where I've thought they'd cross the line with rape. I think, normally you know they're not going to go that far unless they're trying to you know if maybe it's a i know eastenders did some really yeah but you're 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 going on about it i mean i'm talking about film in general and yeah i have been you know yeah there's definitely over yeah yeah but the thing is it's like that's what i'm saying they're not that's, the, that's pop yeah but that's the excuse that is. game developers will always come out with you see worse on the on in film but the point I'm making is that film is a passive media. You're watching something. You're not interacting with it. Mm. With games, you're interacting with it. And that scene finishes, and then you're going to be given control of the character afterwards. And I know, okay, you can look at it from the viewpoint of a victim, but there's, a, to me, I just think that 
I think that the industry needs to grow up and it always see it, it was goes back to me to like the modern warfare when it was that air, un, totally unnecessary airport level in modern warfare too. And I know you could skip it, and I know you didn't have to take part in it, but you know what happened in that level that I didn't agree with? Yeah. I wanted to shoot the guys that were killing those innocent people. That was my decision that I wanted to make. And the minute I went to do that, it was game over. I couldn't do it. So I, I even though you elect to do the right thing, do yeah. the, right thing the game wouldn't let me do it. And to me, that that do you think they is, do it to try and shock people or get a bit shock. of advertising? Because again, yeah. the, the amount of coverage this is now getting, it's it sounds like they are. Trying to they might the even ante. cut that bit out now, and yeah, it just seems like they are upping it to it, see if they can get people talking. It's shock for shock's sake. What I was going to say, uh, we, they need to grow up because it's not a mature way of going about we creating spoke, something. We spoke last week about the video and it didn't look very good how she was just gasping away, getting washed down that stream and I was moaning that I thought she looked a bit weak and I can't remember whether you agreed or not but reading now that they are trying to make her more identifiable and, you know, just make her look... Why do I identify with that though? I, I think it makes more sense now. That The video from last week doesn't annoy me as much now I know that it's all purposely done that they're trying to build her up that she starts off quite fresh and then by the end of it she'll be this heroine that she become later on but um i don't think they needed to almost rape her for that to fully i mean especially looking at the video of what what happens before that and then even afterwards when she gets up to sort of leave from everything i can see that it is a very dramatic scene but I don't think they needed that last bit there. I think they'd already achieved what they were going to. So say it was like going on a scale of 1 to 10. They were already at 10 before they added that man in. It's just kind of flatlining at 10. They didn't need to carry on. That's not pushed it up beyond any kind of measure. It's just it's reached its peak well before that. She's definitely in a shit scenario. Yeah, but I say I just think that you've got to be really careful in what you do and what you use as in a video game. You got to treat video games, not keep comparing them to to film or any other kind of media. You've got to treat them as their own individual thing. You know, Definitely. film isn't constantly comparing itself to something; it treats itself as its own media. And you know, that's the problem that I have with it. And you know, they shouldn't be going into this area at, at all in my opinion. People might disagree, but I just think that because the writing, because the way that most video games, the the storylines and the writing can be very cack-handed, it's, it's a very... I think for like a lot of people, it's a very emotive subject matter, and I don't think that games are mature old enough or have been around long enough to be able to handle something like that properly, and I just think it's daft. I think what they've stupidly done is they've tried to find something that justifies her. Because apparently, I mean, reading the bit above it, it's the first time she ever kills someone. So I think they've been looking there for something. There could have been a million other ways yeah. they could have done that. That's what I was going to say. It looks like they've sat there and thought we need a justifiable reason why our nicey-nicey person resorts to kill, kill, killing. Sorry, But I'm thinking, like, minutes before, a best mate is... I don't know if she's killed or nearly killed or what. I don't know the story, obviously, but her mate's there. You kind of think, was that not enough? I mean, yeah, or that... or, the, or her own life being in peril, yeah. kill or be killed. It doesn't need 
it doesn't need to be taken to you know that type of an extreme miss shot there they thought we'd all be going yeah you've got him whereas we're all just going he didn't need to be there so yeah i think they definitely have just made a wrong move well they've managed to get us talking about their game for 15 minutes (laughs) so obviously they've achieved their goal haven't they um because if every podcast and every media outlet does exactly that um then they like you say they don't even need to include the scene now they've got so much publicity for their weird decision yeah exactly um other news um the first step on the road to smart glass has already arrived and the xbox 360 ipad app has been updated and you can now use it to control your xbox if this is the ios and android app um you can i mean at the moment you can only really use it for navigating around the dashboard how, how does it how does it, is it bluetooth i don't know well, i've not used it I have, because, i've downloaded it, Apple's I bluetooth it. is legendarily crap well there's no bluetooth in the 360 so it can't be bluetooth well how does it control it then well, I, I, thought, um, I read on twitter someone was saying i think it was clarky snap was saying he was controlling his xbox and i thought well, can I turn it on from my picks? I was, I was reading that on Twitter in bed, middle of the afternoon, thinking I should get up. But um, I thought, can I turn my Xbox on from here and then go down and it'll be on? But I don't see how. I would imagine happen. it's to do with Xbox Live um, and using your profile on it. But you already could. I had uh, message people back. No, but you can actually phone. control it. You can pause and um, start movies and stuff. Pause your movies using oh. your phone or your iPad as a controller. So if you're watching a movie through your um, Xbox now, rather than having to have the controller turned on beside, if you want to pause the movie, you can do it on your phone. Interesting. Okay. So uh, it's like, it's like the first step toward... I mean, it can't be used in games at the moment, but the fact that within a week of E3, they're already allowing that to happen mm. um, suggests that the rest of Smart Glass perhaps isn't going to be as long to come through as we thought it was going to be. Well, I'll have to check it out because now I'm fascinated to figure out yeah, how this I mean, works. <laughs> if you can set stuff to download once it's on and things like that, even that would be handy, mm. wouldn't it? Yeah, well, you can do that. You can do that just by signing in some xbox live oh, anyway okay. yeah i've done that loads of times i've just scheduled things to download and the minute i turn my xbox on they start downloading so that's nothing spectacular you can but that's all done via internet it's it's the the controlling of the xbox that i'm fascinated to know how it's gonna how mm. that's gonna work it was something that i did actually think about last after we did the last podcast because i kept thinking well how will? Because I mean, I can't even Bluetooth my iPhone to my MacBook Pro. That's how bad the Bluetooth oh, is. Oh, oh. I mean, my MacBook Pro will see my iPhone, but my iPhone, it's not built. It's the Bluetooth on the iPhone is only built to recognise the Bluetooth headset. That's all it's pretty much there to do. It won't recognise general Bluetooth devices. But now you've said that, well, the Xbox doesn't even have that technology anyway. That's sort of writes that bit off. Mm. Can it do it's infrared like... at all? Can't, can it? Nope. I don't think it could. No. Um, I'm interested. To, I, part of me is thinking if we were a proper show, I'd have researched it. Because mm-hmm. I did download the app. Could have turned it on and had a look. Well, I've had the app for ages and I don't remember any... any... No, it's an update today. It's not on my update list, though. That's what I mean. I looked... Well, it was on my iPad, sir. Actually, I've got one um, on now. You can play, pause, rewind videos. You can use it to launch games and apps from your mobile device. So you can actually start your games and stuff from it as well. And there's also a new Discover section, which is designed to highlight new content on the Xbox Live Marketplace. I wonder if it's something to do with the wireless 
adapter on the 360 that you can key in on it with the wireless adapter built into the iPad and iPhone. We will have more on this next week because, because mm. again, if that's we'll what it is, it won't work on mine because I don't have wireless on my yeah, 360. Yeah. Uh, mine's just no, you, if it's hooked up oh, to right. a router, you've though, got an old 360. Yeah, I've got the old one and it's plugged um, in by, with an Ethernet cable. So um, we shall see if it works or not. Oh, mine must have updated because now it's saying what's new. Launch your most recently played games, apps, and videos to your Xbox. There you go. Mm. Um, PlayStation 3. Is there a skinnier, skinny one? coming um <laughs> sony basically said maybe we'll see it's three years since the current skinny one came out um and there was a three-year gap between the original launch and then the skinny one coming and although we're expecting the ps4 to come out at the end of next year um it might be that before that happens we get an even skinnier playstation 3 they'll do it just after i buy the uh, current one probably hmm. what are they gonna t- how are they gonna take stuff out of it though I mean same way they did last time I yeah but that was quite a dramatic yeah but they dropped call it an S3 they, they dropped some stuff off it didn't they not massive amounts I don't think they just, no, no, I don't know. just more, a more efficient build process I imagine yeah. um, do you know what I'd actually like to see them do is stick a couple of USB ports on the back as well because the one thing that annoys me with Move because the camera is USB, on the slim PS3, you have to plug it in one of the ones at the front. Mm. So I've got a wire then that I have to... Mm. It takes up First of all, it takes up one of your USB sockets, which isn't great. And you've just got this hideous wire now stuck out of the front of I was PS3. bitching about this very thing the other day, AD, because um, I wanted to play SingStar on it, and I plugged in the camera, and I'm thinking, why is that stuck in the front of my PlayStation? What's happening yeah. here? Why is there not a USB socket on the back? Yeah. I thought you were going to say you wanted to make it see-through then, AD. Because <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not... impossible, you moron. Yeah, I'm not a complete fool like you. So. Just watch you spin around in the air. Talking of complete fools, Steve, got a little treat for you. Yep. Um, Peter Molyneux's new game, Curiosity, that's going to be coming out soon. I know how much you like your DLC. Well, in this, you can, da- you can get yourself a diamond chisel. For the small price of £50,000. Why? On your DLC. It's apparently a social experiment so that he can see if anyone will do it. He said, this is not a money-making exercise. It is a test about the psychology of monetization." <laughs> just thought that's... Is that not a money-making exercise? They need to just give their marketing guy a pat on the back. <laughs> I bet he's getting 50% of that 50 grand. He said, perhaps people will group up and they'll share the chisel after they've bought it. And I'm thinking... Jesus, how how little time are these people going to get with this chisel? If they only get one chisel to share, because if even 50 people putting up a grand, that's not going to happen, Mr. Molyneux, you moron. It's what's re- what's going to happen to this 50 grand? What seems to happen? Going to charity or something? No, not by the looks of it. No one's ever going to pay it, Aidan. So Someone should say to him, is it going to charity? Because if you say that to anyone who's trying to raise money, it just ruins them, doesn't it? You go, <laughs> no, oh, yeah, yeah, 75%. And you think, damn it, the, some bastard had to go and say it, didn't they? But, uh, yeah, let's put him on the spot and say give it to charity. Um, what sounds more ridiculous is it's a game about a cube, and everyone who plays it can chip away at it either for free well, they can pay 60p for a slightly better chisel or the 50 grand for a massively better one. And um, once you've chiseled at it for long enough, one person out of everyone playing it gets to see what's in the centre of the cube 
and that's it. <laughs> and they want to see how the news of that spreads. So I'd be quite willing to pay the 50 grand, get to the middle, and then just turn my computer off and walk away <laughs> because it would ruin his experiment. I mean, it would cost me 50 grand to do it, but it would mean he got no more money out of it. That's his fucking lot. So this is what he's doing since he's left Microsoft and Mental. what have yeah. you. Yeah. That is balmy. He's just pissing around with nonsense. He wants He's to see nonsense. how it spreads across social media in an attempt to explore the psychology of social media users. I'm sure there's already been experiments done. Yeah, but on those ones, he couldn't make 50 grand. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing the vital point there, I mean, Andy. I, 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 what I'm missing is the point behind this full stop. Making money for Peter Molyneux do is you the think, idea behind this. Do you think he, someone said to him, instead of paying for advertising... Because imagine trying to advertise a game where you go, right, yeah, there's this cube, yeah, and you all pay money to play it, right? And only one player gets to find out the ending of the game. The rest of you just waste your time chiseling, right? How do we advertise that? And he's gone, well, we just say that there's a 50 grand chisel people can buy, and then loads of podcasts and websites and companies Mm -hmm. laugh at us for being idiots. Some moron pays us 50 grand anyway, because there's always going to be one mug in the world who'll do it. And we just make up a load of waffle about monetization psychology. My beloved Posh did the same thing um, pre-season last year on the season ticket sales. Um, They had two special deals, both of which got them on national news coverage. There was a £15,000 season ticket, which got you a seat next to the chairman. And there was a £75,000 season ticket, which was a season ticket until the day you die. Um, no one bought either of them. <laughs> Chairman's <laughs> come out news. and said no one bought them. But it got us on the news, got coverage, season tickets sold out like that. Um, so I guess it's a similar thing. Like you say, it's, to, it's genius. we're now talking about this bullshit game we never would have mentioned it. otherwise. <laughs> I won't fucking play I'm going to have a crack. I'm going to get one. If I'm I get gonna... to be that one who gets to turn off the computer and never tell a soul how it ended... You'd no. tell everyone on so the- you'd got to pay 69 pence anyway. I don't think you do. Just, just for I'm, a Mickey Mouse chisel. I'm going to pay the 50 grand. I'm going for the diamond chisel. <laughs> you get a um, a free chisel, I think, if I'm reading it right. Um, if I want to use a chisel or any kind of implement, I've been spending enough time doing that on Minecraft. I was going for I a can... second there, AD. I thought you were going to say, if I want to use a chisel, I'll use a bloody real one, and I was going to destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> even suggest that this sounds right up your street you're just digging AD you love digging no I like building <laughs> you can imagine somebody um, like me just getting their controller and uh, say it's A to chisel just sticking a little weight on it and going to bed and I can just imagine doing that coming down and it's already played the ending and missing out on it all but I do hope he fails <laughs> it, just seems, it just seems ridiculous As talking of things that are probably going to fail We've got some Wii U news again for everybody. Um, That's optimistic, isn't it? In, as part of the ongoing efforts of games retailers to randomly pluck numbers out of the air for how much this system might cost, following on from Shop 2, putting it up for £280 last week, this week it's on Amazon for £199. Um, well, it was. Well, yeah. It still is, according to the news sites, but someone on our very own forum has said that they went to buy it at that price and their order immediately got cancelled. Yeah, it's been taken down. Oh, it has been taken down, has it? Um, So, yeah, it's uh, these numbers are just made up at the moment, aren't they? Well, also, I think more interestingly, didn't it have a release date of the 14th of July on Amazon? Could that not have just been somebody 
massively taken a picture. I could put a Wii U on there for sale. Yeah, you can. You, you, you can, just if you've got a sale, seller account, you can do that. Yeah. But it would have to have been done properly through Amazon. Somebody with Amazon or working for Amazon must have had to put it Absolute up there. Affiliate, maybe. Because I don't think, I mean, yeah. You can only sell stuff on Amazon that is already on the Amazon database, can't you? Yes, that's well, sometimes right. Sometimes you can add. I'm sure you can. Cause I, I don't think you can on Amazon. I'm sure you can't do pre-orders, though. No. So, hmm. last week we talked about it at 280 quid and decided that was probably a bit too much. If it does turn out to be 200 quid, that's the sweet spot, isn't it? I yeah, say I'd say so. so. Any less than that, and you feel like you're robbing them a little bit for a brand yeah, new console. Two hundred quid, I think. Yeah, I'll ah. I'll definitely be on board for two hundred quid. But equally, I don't expect it to be that cheap. It'll probably end up being two hundred and twenty or something like that. Two hundred and thirty. Mm. I'm just now seeing if I can sell a Wii U on Amazon or in my seller account. I'm just uh, setting up the sale. So this is yeah, that's what they call them. Yeah, Captain Fraudster over no, there. No, I'm just seeing at what point it says you can't do that. It's not out yet. Yeah, Wii U white list price 165.83. It says I sell minus uh, used acceptable. Going to lie to people, it doesn't Steve's exist. Steve selling broken dreams on Amazon again. <laughs> no, um, it's it's not stopping me. From, I'm not going to go. Right, while Steve's, while Steve's committing fraud, we'll move on to the next yes. Wii U piece of news. Um, Nintendo have come out and said that they did consider dropping the touchscreen from the gamepad um, because of the expense of it. They were worried that it's basically going to make the console too expensive and people might not want to buy it. In the end, they decided to keep it in there because they thought it was integral to the Wii U experience. And they've also said that they feel vindicated by the fact that Microsoft and Sony have both now basically copied them and... Basically, shat all over them as well. That did make me laugh that they felt better by the fact that Sony and Xbox just quickly went, we've done it. And you uh, think, no, that's not good. Don't feel better it, about that. It doesn't it seem rather strange, though, that they were thinking of dropping the unique selling point of their new console. That's because they still weird. don't really know what to do with it. They think, oh, that's a cool idea. Dreamcast did something like that. That was good on the Dreamcast, weren't it? And um, let's the Dreamcast. There was never any issues with that. That was a successful console. Isn't anyone against its AI, and they were all holding bloody bananas. And no one could put their hands up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So th- that this suggests to me. How that... do they do this, Nintendo? I mean, they cock. They they do everything wrong in the the, <laughs> the run up to the launch of a console. Yeah, you know these things. You're just not going to be able to get hold of it. You know it's going to be flying off the shelves and it's going to be the number one you know item for christmas you know that you know that it's going to be a huge success people say it isn't but everyone wrote off the wii saying there's no chance that'll be a success so how do they do this (laughs) mind control i just want to say this uh wii story that we were just talking about a minute ago if i put it on here for two grand and say I'll sell it, I'll give it to him in December. That it doesn't. Seem, nothing seems to be stopping me. Just, Stop committing yeah. fraud. I, no, but I can say I'll give it to you. You don't have one to sell. <laughs> That's fraud. Yeah. I will have one in December, though. How? How can you then. guarantee you? What if it isn't? I'll cancel the sale. Fraudy Frauderson <laughs> over there. Yeah, but what I'm saying is though, that's not a pre-order though, is it? It doesn't seem to say anything. I, I, I'm just looking at our bazaar. I've cancelled it. I've closed it now because what? I didn't want it to actually turn into a real sale and end up getting me banned. But um, 
it did let me go all the way to the if you click this it's a confirmed thing i don't know whether if i click that it would then go you can't do that it doesn't exist but it let me go all the way yeah (laughs) so that was a completely pointless experiment thank you for that well you think no what you think if they weren't going to allow you to sell it they'd stop you before that no no they'll stop you when you submit it because otherwise there's nothing checking it up until that point you go to submit it Mm, fair enough it let me put a date for release on it, though, by the way. Well, yeah, they do. That that's, happens with anything. Fair enough. Anything that I list up there has a release date on it. <clears throat> or availability date, should I say. But what, what Nothing I'm... I ever put on there does. That's because you've been banned for fraud. <laughs> Carry yeah. on, anyway. Sony have come out and said that they consider the Wii U to be a console generation all by itself. Got no interest in trying to compete with it. It's also now being rumoured that they won't even be out at the same time as the new Xbox and are basically fucking around doing their own thing, it seems. Um, which seems a bit mental. Isn't that where they went wrong this generation? I thought, I thought they went wrong this generation by being too expensive and too arrogant at the beginning. Mm. I think they just assumed that everyone was going to buy a PS3 because the PS2 had been such a huge success and they just totally annoyed everyone you know they they they've had a complete change since kaz took over everything the the whole the whole playstation attitude has turned around i mean it was just so um you know keeping the customers at arm's length when it was released i mean the, the what was it like 300 and something oh it was more quid, than that I'm sure. 400 450 quid, i think yeah. yeah you know it was just ridiculous you know and they didn't care and you know ken kutaragi was like you know just very aloof from it all and that's why kaz got the job um being put in charge of playstation first of all and then he obviously did a good job because they put him in charge of the whole shebang at sony so you know he's he's effectively turned it around what you're seeing this past two e3s this one in particular is is his way of doing things and i just think that they'll probably be well we're not going to why rush it it sounds like they're trying to undermine the wii u by just saying oh you know it's doing its own thing we're not really considering it a competition but won't that backfire a little bit if they're saying oh it's its own generation when you know it's, well, it it's kind of implying that's all you've got at the moment for new stuff you know yeah, but it is its own generation that's the thing but won't people then think all right well i'll have some of that then and then i'll get the next generation later on it's like they're encouraging people to go out and buy it a little bit well no because what they're saying is is that it's like an interim it's like a, a 0.5 advancement it's not next gen and it's not this gen it's somewhere in between it's like you know that's what they're saying it's it's a generation all to itself if they said it's next gen and then then obviously they would be saying that puts it into the same category as the playstation 4 and then the xbox 720 or whatever what they're saying is that it's not it's neither next gen or this gen it's the generation of its own it's stuck in between it's neither one thing nor the other yeah, what i mean is like if they um i'm trying to say that that it's like they're giving them an excuse to like if they were saying if they'd have said oh it's next gen and then people got it they thought oh what a load of shit it's not that much better than the last gen but now they're saying oh it's not next gen 
we you know we're not competing with it on our thing it's like they give, they've already given them a pre-made excuse to just pootle along and people will be more forgiving of it now i that's what, that's the way i kind of thought about it it's probably me being yeah. mental but i watched it and i thought well they've made it seem less harmful now less harmless now sorry it's like it's like i'm not I'm not expecting it to wow me. I'm expecting it to just entertain me a bit and that be it. It's like if they'd have put pressure on and said, oh, the next gen starts here, prepare to be wowed, and then everyone went out and bought them and it was just shockingly poor. Yeah, but by, yeah but by that, that token, that also puts Sony into that bracket as well then, doesn't it? So people will have expected to be disappointed with the PlayStation 4. So what Sony are essentially saying is when you get the Wii U, don't think this is what level the PlayStation 4 is going to be at, because it isn't. It's going to be at a whole different level. That's how I look yeah, at it. Good point. Um, Nintendo are also bitching, basically. <laughs> um, what's his face? Reggie. Your mate Reg. Yeah, um, Reggie, baby. He's basically defending the fact that the Wii U it looks shit, specs-wise. <laughs> um, saying it's not all about power, it's not. It's not size. It's what you do with it, basically. It's, it's, well, he's right. If you go off the Wii, he's yeah. right. But I think that I don't know. It's a difficult one to call for me. I, I I know exactly what he's saying, and and history is on his side when you look at the fact that the Wii completely outsold everything, and yet was not even a next gen console. Um, they're just trying to capture lightning twice, aren't they, with the Wii U, I think. Um, you know, with the Wii, it was the Wii mote waving your arms in the air, and this time round, it's the unique touchscreen controller that's the selling point. It's so, the unique one that you can also use on the other two major <laughs> well, consoles as well. They made a good point that um, he said if it was about power, the GameCube would have done a lot better, and if it, you know... If it was if it was about power this time, the Wii wouldn't have done as well. It was a good argument. I, when I read it, I kind of thought that's the most convincing it's line I've ever games. read about this argument. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's about is it going to have the games that people want to play? That's what he sort of said. He's saying yeah. that he reckons they'll be fine because they're going to entertain people. But a little bit he thinks they're being naive. You've got to, what they're trying to do this time round is clearly tried to capture both the markets because they've kind of realised that the casual market, the sales of the Wii dropped off considerably towards the end of its lifespan because the casual market has a saturation point in that people aren't constantly, constantly buying games for it. You know, they, they get what they want and they'll stick with it. You know, they get the party games and what have you and that's pretty much it and they'll 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 wheel it out once every so often Whereas if you want something that's got like continual success, a building success, it might not necessarily be in the first few years that it's out, first couple of years, but something that's got more longevity. I mean, let's look at it this way. The Wii is essentially dead. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, there was what's coming out for it this year of any consequence? <laughs> Nothing. So it's dead. Whereas... The Xbox 360, even, has still got life left in it, and that came out before the Wii. The PS3, which came out af- just after the Wii, that's still got plenty of life left in it because it's got that more hardcore edge to it. People who are playing games on those consoles are reinvesting in games all the time, like your FIFA's, your Grand Theft Autos, your 
Call of Duties and all that kind of stuff, which really just doesn't sell that well on the Wii. Um, so FIFA was awful on the Wii. Yeah. Call of so, so what what you're saying is, if only the Wii U had Black Ops 2 launching on it. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially <laughs> that's the the thing, isn't it? They're trying to get both aspects of the market. You know, this is like this. I think he's missed your segue there. He has completely missed my segue, yeah. hasn't he? Oh, I didn't have me, didn't have the thing open. Black Ops Two is coming out on the Wii U, everybody. Wii. Yeah. Um, rumored anyway. Um, <laughs> it's not, it's not After that, yeah. Yeah, um, but it looks like it probably will. Um, so that's that's a bit odd, I think. I'm not sure because of how the online stuff is with it. Um, without having friends lists and stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm just interested to see how it works. Because online, if they can get that right on the Wii U, that's going to be awesome. I just, I'm confused as to how it would work. Um, Ubisoft have come out and said with Ghost Recon Online, they're not sure when it's coming out on the Wii U because they're still fiddling about with how the online stuff's going to work. It seems like badly managed. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that Wii U story about Ghost Recon? Just a really random note that I mentioned in there. Uh, Zombie U used to be called Killer Freaks from Outer Space. Hasn't that completely changed the uh, the story a little bit there? I guess so. Yeah, just I know I just read the line and thought what. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so there could be a couple of decent online shooters though on the Wii U, which is exactly the sort of thing that is going to keep people uh, playing about with it longer term because that seems to be what the cool kids want to play these days they'll mess it up somehow oh yeah definitely it'll be all the cock pictures won't it um couple of release dates and rumours and things as well um Ratchet and Clank Trilogy has been given a release date the 29th of June um on the Playstation 3 um which I still haven't read anything about this and I is this the games that have already been out on the Playstation 3 just being re-released on the PlayStation 3 on one disc, or is this oh. PS2 games? It looks like it with the PS2 games as well. Oh, okay, so that's not too bad. For our Australian it? listeners, it's out the 27th, and for those in New Zealand, the 28th of June. Do you think that that was necessary information? If we have any Australian or New Zealandian listeners, what? I want them to email us or join the forum. Wow. Um Assassin's Creed 3 Gold Edition has appeared on PlayStation Store. Um, this includes Assassin's Creed 3 for the PlayStation 3, Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation for the Vita, and a season pass for the DLC um, for the bargain price of £109.99p. Um, I, I, go on, so Chief Dog. You notice that price is the game at 60 quid. Well, um, yeah. I've, I've actually pre-ordered the game separately i've got the special edition of assassin's creed free pre-ordered and the vita version separately and the total for that's 100 quid um so i it's not too bad 10 pounds for the season pass i guess but you don't get any of the pretty nerdy stuff for my fireplace that i'll get my special edition Mm. that i've ordered um but yeah i don't i can't imagine sticking 110 quid on a digital version of a pre-order they've because you can you can either get it without the season pass or without the Vita game, and it's eighty five pound both times. So they're charging more for the season pass there or the Vita game there. Mm. Um, it just it seems an odd way of doing it. I'm much happier paying a hundred quid and mm. just not getting the season pass for now, but instead getting something pretty to put on the fireplace makes me happy. This whole season pass things annoying the hell out. Aren't yeah. They? <laughs> Did, does it save you money in the long term? Yeah, the pass? Gears of War three one. 
And it basically, there was four lots of DLC, and you basically got the fourth one for free by having the season pass. But uh, so yeah, if you'd have bought all four of them, you'd have spent more. Because I was going to say, yeah. I was looking at um, all the stuff you could buy for Mass Effect Two, and a lot of the stuff on that was just changing your avatar mm. or updating. No, I think with, Ge- thinking, with Gears of War Three. The season pass cost me 2,400 points, and then the DLCs were, I think, 800 each, um, and there was four of them. So Fair enough, then, yeah. It, yeah, it does save you money. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just... Uh, like I basically paid 80 quid for Gears of War 3, which um, hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ghost Recon on the PC has been delayed a couple of weeks. That's now coming out on the 29th of June instead of the 15th of June. Not quite sure when that will happen in Australia. Um, but yeah, it, was just, it was on there and I thought, well, you never know. You're a moron. And also, it looks like Gran Turismo is on its way to the Vita. Um, judging by their current development cycle, it's probably in about 14 years' time. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> won't expect that any time soon. No. It's only a maybe as well, isn't it? Cause it was on so a maybe, uh, survey. Yeah, it appeared on a customer survey thing. Um, it, it's quite a strong mention of cross-compatibility between that and a PlayStation 3 version as well. So I would imagine it's just going to be some kind of port of the PlayStation 3 version, wang it on the Vita um, and try and cash in a little bit. But yeah, it'll be a long time before we see that, I would imagine, if it happens at all. It'll be next week now. Nah, it won't. Never going to happen. (laughs) Polyphony don't work like that. They haven't even finished Grand Theft Auto V. (laughs) And I've owned it for two years. Yeah, there's still (laughs) massive massive updates come out for that. I bought bought the Grand Theft Auto V Prologue when I got my PlayStation 3 in 2007. Um, They love their prologues, don't they? Bloody hell. (laughs) I remember when I got the Vita, sorry, the PSP, that it had Grand Theft Auto for the PSP sort of promoted at the time when that came out. And I think that took nearly five years wow. to appear. And it's like, don't rush. And then it came out and it was absolutely dire. There was nothing to it at all. It was no cohesive career mode or anything like that. It was just bloody awful. Well, we'll look forward to that one then, boys and girls. Mm. The best game of all time. No, it's not. What, what did we name it last week? Bullshit, stupid, moron competition or something. Um, yeah. You lot, just, what are you doing to me? Um, we had the final. Red Dead Redemption against, what the hell was it against? Who cares? Batman, <laughs> Batman Arkham Batman. Asylum. Batman Arkham Asylum. It finished a bloody draw. <laughs> What's the matter with you people? Um, I think I think I don't know who it was on the forum summed it up perfectly like it likened it to a cricket match <laughs> and I just thought yeah that's about right you spend ages watching it and the damn thing ends in a draw and that's the thing why I don't like cricket either <laughs> and that's why I don't like these damn poles anymore oh, AD don't worry if you hear the rustling of paper in front of you here no one can hear that because you're there flicking you a piece rustling of paper rustling of paper 
That is the rule book to the best game of all time competition. This is something you've just written on a piece of paper. No, right now, no, no. he wrote this in round one. I wrote this before round one, before the preliminary round. If you don't believe that this rule book exists, you need to listen to the first eight podcasts. You can go <laughs> download them all. Back to back. And listen drunk. to them. And Every he time Steve it. swears, take a shot of tequila. And he mentions it so many times in the first eight to ten episodes that you should all go and listen to. Exactly. So, according to... This is rule 17B of the best game of all time competition. In the event that people fuck with me in the final and deliberately engineer a draw just to piss me off, I get to decide who wins. So, round of applause, everybody, for an official Mature Game Podcast, best game of all time, Portal 2. Round of applause, everybody. Portal 2 is the best game of all time as proven by this five-month-long poll that we've been running. You always believed in it. I, I, even when it was knocked out, I always <laughs> felt that it would come back. And because you bunch of bastards deliberately engineered this draw to mess with my mind, you have given me the opportunity to feel the satisfaction of the real, true best game of all time actually winning this competition. And all is right with the world. Um, I can't imagine how we could have got a better result than that. <laughs> Um, are you satisfied with how this has all turned out, AD? Yes, I am now. I just think that I go back five months to me <laughs> complaining about it being overly long and will fall on its arse and yeah, being, end, being well and truly shouted down but five months said, later. The truth fell out. We always said the best game would end up winning. We said it would separate the wheat from the chaff. We would be proven correct. I think... At that time, there was still a brightness of naivety in our eyes that we wouldn't have to resort to these type of tactics in order to forcefully put over... AD, rule 17B. There's no... That's what I mean. I don't think any of us ever thought we'd have to activate rule 17B. I think we just assumed that it would actually work out properly and the voting would be proper and the right game would make it to the final win. The last post in that thread, the very last thing ever said, I'm about to close it, is, anyway, the best game of all time is Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> that's, that's what chaos Well, you're wrong. That. that didn't even make it into the voting. Well. Um, so, yeah, Portal 2, um, congratulations. We need to come up with... We've had our suggestion box running on the forum for a couple of weeks now um, for something to replace the best game of all time with. AD, you'll love this suggestion, because the first suggestion that came up when we saw that the final was a draw was, well, I suppose you better rerun the whole thing then. Get a real winner. I've, I've already made a statement <laughs> that if there's any more poll, I am going to get the IP address and going to hunt people down and beat them to death with their own shoes. AD, even right now on the forum, someone, Jungle Face Jake, has just posted... When this is over, will you be doing the worst game of all time, Paul? No, because <laughs> I think we've covered that with this one. <laughs> well, I, no, because it'd be easy, because Grand Theft Auto 4 wins that. I'd like to point out, this isn't the first time Kev has done a five to six month experiment to teach me a lesson, and I've learnt nothing. <laughs> You've learnt... I, I told you, Portal 2. It's the way forward. Uh, you I told you all this would end in tears, and it, it hasn't did. ended in tears. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. You were very, very unhappy that the fact that it ended in a draw. You were, you were 
but you've been unhappy for the past month or two, <laughs> and I knew this was going to happen. The moment it went down, I, I was watching this poll all week, and it started out with quite a bit of a disparity between the two, and then I saw it getting closer and closer, and then when it was one vote in it, I thought, just before this poll closes, it's going to end a draw. And I couldn't even make it happen myself because I'd been wise enough to cast my vote early on. The beautiful thing was, normally, they always end in the evening on the Wednesday. But somehow, Kev managed to... Because the thread ends itself. But Kev managed to set the thread up a certain way by mistake or whatever he did that ended slightly later on that the Thursday. It. And it's yeah. enabled this all to happen. Because I went on there at uh, half six-ish thinking it's always done by now. And Red Dead had gone in the lead and then uh, i come back later on and suddenly it's a draw and i'm thinking they can't have voted and then kev closes it the next day going yeah well the fred closed itself and he he updates it with a winner and i'm thinking what but no uh, um we've got our credibility back portal 2 has been announced best game of all time we have our credibility back and (laughs) we think we do we do our credibility is restored and whoever we're now going to go through the suggestion box pick our new feature and whoever suggested it will win a copy of the best game of all time, Portal 2. Um, and I think that's that's happy with everyone. Now, looking through this official suggestion box... we were going to give them one of the simulator games as a punishment for messing us <laughs> That's a good plan. Should we make European Bus Simulator the best game of all time? I think, I think it costs more than the than Portal game. costs more than Portal No, I was actually <laughs> thinking of that bungee jump one. What <laughs> was it? The extreme sports, which yeah. just comprised of a rubbish bungee jump thing. Oh, it's very tempting, but no, we need our credibility. It's Portal Two, Portal Two, Portal. We don't have any credibility. I've told him this. He just ain't listening. <laughs> um, so I've had a look through the suggestion box. There have been a lot of suggestions in there that we all play the same game um, and then talk about it. Now I'm officially rejecting this one. My reasons I'm rejecting these kind of suggestions is a. Did we do it already? Well. We play different games at the moment and then talk about them for the first hour of the show. If we're all playing the same game, we basically lose that part of the show. And rather than us getting an hour's material out of different games, we're all going to talk about the same game for 15 minutes and then that's going to be that. Plus, we tried it at the beginning anyway um, Mm. and it was just a pain in the arse. Plus, we can't afford to buy loads of copies of loads of games at the same time and coordinate it so that we all have the same thing to play at the same time. So we're not going to be able to do any of those. We also had... Um, a lot of suggestions about p- us competing with each other. So, And again, we did this in the early episodes. We had Kev versus Steve, and it just wasn't a very popular feature. We had a lot of people asking for Kev to sing. A lot of people wanted to I'm well, a feature, though. No, I'm happy. I've, I, my vote is there. I, I think he started I the rumours, I will happily though. sing every week. And we could do like an X Factor thing, but instead of voting me off, you just you tell <laughs> me how good I am yeah. and clap and stuff. Yeah, I'm totally up for singing every week. The reason is that, that this would be a good idea, AD, is it would all gear up for a very, very successful Christmas number one album slash hit mm. on iTunes that we could go for maybe. Oh, I think this Some is gearing up for up. is this podcast and you're not disappearing off iTunes altogether. That's Someone what I'm worried about. Someone get me a guitar. We'll knock out a bit of Silverback Rider now. I haven't got a guitar handy. <laughs> He's actually looking around the room. Yeah. Give me Thinking, a guitar. Has he put one anywhere? Did he plan to say this? No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like the Harry Potter glasses all over again. Um, there's been quite a few people who've asked for high score competitions, um, and I, I just, I'm not competitive, competitive enough. I yeah, don't care. We need to win. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm. The, the problem with high score competitions is, yeah, is actually room. moderating it, mm. because 
somebody would essentially, people would have to submit video footage as proof that they're actually creating these high scores. That's not cheap. Yeah. Quite frankly, oh, yeah. Too right. any way I could possibly get an advantage. I'd just disqualify anyone who beat me. I'd tip X a note on the end of every score just to make it a little bit higher. How are you going to do that on video footage? On the screen and then take yeah, a picture AD, of the, the screen, screen, AD. What are you thinking? Wow, AD. Um, so really, it came down to three choices, three realistic choices. Obviously, me singing was one. No, that's uh, not a realistic choice. Well, kind hey, of. It says the man who was going. I asked AD earlier on if we did sing a song, would he do a monologue in it of him just talking with a beat behind it? And he was like, but I want to sing. And I said, <laughs> yeah, but I can you'd, sing. You'd sing in the other songs, AD, but I just want one song where we sing and rave and go mental, and then it just breaks down to a chorus where you just talk. And but I, I think can it's sing. superb. But he sing, was like, oh, you prove it. I'm not doing it now. I, I thought he was going to break out a little Irish diddy then. Yeah, you're t- well, the man's there you? going, I can sing, I can sing, and you won't shut up talking. Let the man sing! What else was the... <laughs> Come on, AD. Um, the next option was, uh, I, I can't remember who it was who suggested this, Steve, find out, the Which Game Am I competition, whereby each one of us, uh, I think the general gist is we take it in turns picking a game, and describing it to the other two and basically letting them guess what Oh, well, that's great. Because when it's Sheepdog's turn, we don't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I thought this one, it sounds like it would be good listening, but I think we're all too lazy to put this much thought into a feature. That treat. was with my mind. and yet... oh, I, could, I could do it. Yeah, but we, I, could pick, up, I could pick out obscuro stuff that say, you've never even heard of, and the fact that yeah. Steve can't even speak English properly. Um, and if, every week, mine would be Gears of War. Yeah, <laughs> mine would be some Japanese RPG crap. But I've only got about ten of them before I've run out, and then you just you can't. You could pick anything, and we wouldn't understand because you'd lie to start with, and you try and rewrite history <laughs> by making characters in the game that don't even exist in the world of gaming at all. And then you'd say, "Well, they did," and then you'd, you'd, yeah, you'd then have never you'd... got Balls 3D, would you? Uh, unless I'd mentioned it this past week. But if well, I no, because you, you didn't even care to describe it. Half the time, That's all we picked up was yeah. it's a beat 'em up, and it's a, like a 3D one, like Tekken with balls. Yeah, I showed you the theme tune. You, no, we heard you the, theme the theme tune. tune. You can't show someone a song. What is the matter with you? This is twice in one day. I, I don't think he's got the difference it. between eyes and ears sorted. This is what we're up against, and you want to describe games. <laughs> so the last option. Um, it's just a good old-fashioned question and answer where we have a thread on the forum each week where you lot can put your questions to us and we'll just answer them and have a chat about them. And I like that one. I like that one too, mainly because it involves the least work for me. <laughs> yeah, but it also gets more of the forum involved. It also means, though, that we can give shout-outs to forum members. What the hell are you on about? Yeah, but you can give shout out to forum members who ask the questions. Mm, I so like it encourages more participation, which is ultimately what we want. And we don't mean like, oh, I'm stuck on level 32 of this game. I mean, you yeah, it's not games you master. Ask whatever the hell you want. It's not games master. I've got the wrong end of the stick completely. <laughs> I assumed we were getting what's his face, the bald old man. We already have. He's there, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well played, eh, Bob? Um. 
J.C. Denton was the first one. I sat here looking everywhere for him. I, but yeah, well I'd done for writing it down. Before this whole charade of talking through them, I'd already decided who was winning. Fair and enough. Me. <laughs> um, so he wins democracy. a copy of Portal 2. You can have it on Xbox or PlayStation. You ain't having it on anything else because it costs more. Um, well, so, Steam. Um, we can't sign it if it's on Steam. I want Steve to sign it for Does him. Does he want it signed, though, really? Does he want it at all? He's <laughs> probably already got his it. Name. Oh, Steve just puts a paw print. Yeah, <laughs> sheepdog. Um, yeah, so JC Denton, my good man, um, let us know what cop- what version of Portal 2 you want and um, send us your address. We'll send that out it's to you. It's totally unfair because A, you might already have it and B, technically, it didn't win apart um, from your made-up rule. 17B, yeah, that's made up. No, technically, he has already win. got it. I'm on, I'm on his uh, on his um, Xbox list of games. Well, he can have played. it on PlayStation then. Um, Just in time for the new DLC. Sorted. <laughs> it's Red Dead not cheaper than Portal Two. Red Dead didn't win, AD. <laughs> they weren't the rules of the competition. I think we should give him the option to have one of the three. Yeah. Well, overruled. Portal <laughs> Two won. No, you didn't. can have a runner-up game if you want a runner-up game. Yeah. As long as it's cheaper than Portal 2. <laughs> so bad. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have the Q&A from next week. So, I will... I might... I might start a thread. Now, in fact, Steve, start a thread. I'm just thinking about this. Are they better not emailing it to us? Sounds complicated. Email would be better. Because, because I'm just thinking, if the question's laughing. already out there, then... What's the point of listening? Yeah. This is the sort of thing we would have done in our pre-show meeting <laughs> if Steve had turned up for it this week. What? We'd have decided the thing we only just decided a minute ago. Yeah, because we'd have talked about this earlier. Um, yeah, email us and show at maturegamerpodcast.com with your questions. <laughs> if it gets successful, we could go back to something we tried on our old podcast of having a phone number, couldn't we? That's yeah, something I, I don't want. What? I don't want to talk to these people. No, they just leave a message. All right, lads, you know, I just wanted to know the answer. Whose phone gets used? We had a, used to have a number that we set up. Like a Skype number. Well, it was like more of a sex line. Yeah. And uh, it was used a little bit, wasn't it? Mm. People just kept ringing up. <laughs> no no one used it, it ever. It was used. I, I used it. In SFC using it. All right, lads. <laughs> <laughs> and we yeah. did get beer out of that, so we that was did. all right. We did, so, you know, it's an option. Um, so, yeah, and that's show at maturegamerpodcast.com. Um, they come through to Steve, so... God knows if we're ever going to get any questions. Yes, yeah, so don't start the emails. All right, lads, this is only for Kevin Aidy. Sorry, Steve. You don't need to read the rest of this because I have to read it anyway. That's the funniest thing ever. That. And that's happened more than once. And I think, oh. Please start all emails exactly like that because it makes yeah. you cry a little bit. Sheeples, don't bother reading this because you're not important enough. I forward it to them and they go, I'm not reading that. Summarise it. So then I have to sit <laughs> Summarise it to them. We're busy men. We don't have time to read emails. And then when I ask him if he's replied, he's like, summarise it to me again. <laughs> and then I have to reply it for him. So just word them all to me. We're just we're just trying to keep you in a job, sheeples, because you've just been going off the rails. <laughs> Look, between me and him, we have basically the entire video game journalism industry to prop up. <laughs> Just me and That's us. If you find, read a piece of games news somewhere, read a review somewhere, it's me or him who've done that. That's it. That's us. And you just sit around oh, going bald and scratching where your moustache should be. <laughs> Answer some fucking emails. What's the matter with you? Uh, we had this conversation, didn't we, before the last podcast? We were saying, what actually do you do on the side? 
I text Kev going, do you want me to do anything? And he replied, no. Don't, don't touch anything, <laughs> you'll break it, you damn idiot. But you can read emails and summarise them to us. And We're letting him loose on the front page because it's yeah, always something we can detach and throw in the bin from the main form. Yeah, he wants to start writing articles on the website anytime soon. We've got a few people already up for it. Um, yeah, I'm taking charge of that, so you send them to me. I'll whoa, 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 whoa. Not taking charge of it. <laughs> You're being allowed to access it. I'm administrating <laughs> different it. things. Um, so yeah, um, get them in as well. We've had some more donations this week, which is nice. If you wow. want to donate to us, um, maturegamerpodcast.com. There's a link at the top of the page and down the side of it as well. I think if you want to send us some money, it all goes towards Steve's hair replacement therapy <laughs> and for doing stuff like buying this copy of Portal Two that we'll be buying. So if you want us to still be able to give freebie stuff away and run our little competitions and bits and pieces, we need money to be able to do it. So send us your money and I'll use it to buy shoes and replace Steve's hair. And, and if uh, you saw that picture of him in these Harry Potter spectacles on the forum, you'll realise that he's it's actually worse than he's even worse than I thought it was. <laughs> I looked at that and thought, Jesus, because if I look in the mirror now, I've got more hair than I had. I mean, in that picture. I, 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 I actually thought Kev was joking about your Bobby Charlton comb over. Um, I've got more hair than that. Haven't <laughs> tweet me. Have more? <laughs> We're using regrow or something. How can you have more? Your hair doesn't magically regrow, you know. Once it's going, it's going. you just got to deal with it. Embrace it. The reason you didn't look like you had a lot of hair that day is because you'd been out in the wind and your comb over had fallen down. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was looking up slightly because you're taller than me. The silence to that, God. Because that makes no sense. Well, it would, wouldn't it? Because you'd see more of my forehead and less of my... Go grow some hair. (laughs) Eurogamer Expo. Um, We're getting trying to get some names together on a list to see who's coming to that um we're into double figures on the people who've said they're definitely coming um you all seem to be buying t-shirts as well which is super duper because mm-hmm. then we can just basically what i want to do is start a gang because what yeah. i've heard is there's a couple of other podcasts there that day and i've got visions of like west side story style dance oh off God, dance yeah. fighting i wanted that's... a lord of the Rings style charge like they stand no, outside no, no, of the no, room no, no. and we just oh, run at them no, we're all too clash in the middle Kev, oh. look, he takes it too far dance you could have a dance off couldn't you you're in your gamer slip the connect out have a dance off what does he do bloody lord of the rings where does what is he going on about uh... um so yeah that would uh, that's 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 basically what we're looking for. <laughs> I've got a B in GCSE dance though. They're not going to be ready for that. They're not going to be you full stop. I need to see you dancing, sir, because I'm intrigued. We're, we're, before you go, we're getting Dance Central out. Isn't there it? is there is, yeah. I was going to say because there is actual video footage of Kev dancing. Yeah, it's a lie. I don't really. I was going to say, why am I? Why am I the podcast's podcast's official dancer? If you've got a B no, at GCSE, but, um, I've been keeping. You that... just made it. you'll be rewrote history. No, yeah, I, I um I've been keeping that lie going to uh, most of my friends. <laughs> Anyone who I didn't go to secondary school with that I went to college with thinks I have that B, and my brother-in-law thinks I have a B in dance, and uh, even my mum does, even though she knows what GCSEs I have. But um, yeah. Hopefully they don't listen because I've kept that lie going for a good 15, 10, or 10 years as it must be. You are a total social, sociopath. You? It came out once and I've just had to keep it going because people believed it at the time. Well, uh, yeah. Why did it come? Oh. No one else ever said to me, right, get up and dance and we'll film it and prove it. <laughs> no one's asked me to prove it until now. <laughs> That's why I backtracked so quickly. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not true. Wow. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> speechless. I just don't understand what he is. Uh, um, get myself jams. Right, iTunes. We've had <laughs> developments on iTunes this week. We're no longer new and noteworthy. Um, we are Thanks now, to Steve. We are now, and I've been saying it for a long time, I've had my suspicions, we are hot. We are yeah. what hot, not just hot. Yeah, well, I'm hot. Um, we're, yeah, so we've moved sections. It makes it slightly harder to find, I think, although it's where the more established podcasts hang out. I think it's where the dance fights sort of take place. Um, so we're in the right sort of area for that. If you subscribe... It won't matter to you for search-wise anyway, but it'll also keep us quite high up. I know that if we are regulars in the top sort of 50 or so there, it'll really boost And it'll obviously keep the reviews coming as well because they make a big difference to our position in that, chart position, all that bits and pieces as well. We've done, we've, iTunes has been brilliant to us for the mm. five months or so we've been going. Um, we've always been there or thereabouts on the front page of the podcast section, and this is the time where we could easily fall away from that because we're not in that new and noteworthy section anymore. So just keep your subscriptions coming, keep your reviews coming. Um, if you've got more than one device, download us more than once. We don't mind. <laughs> I honestly yeah. don't care. I download it to my iPhone, my iPad, my PC, and my laptop each week just to massage our figures and my own ego. And I, I'm very comfortable if you all do the same thing. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. I'm at RB6K. I'm at 81DY74. Or you can find us on Facebook by searching for the Mature Gamer Podcast and ticking the little like thing that's next to it and hanging out with the cool kids over there. Um, you can email the show, show at maturegamerpodcast.com, and that's also where we want your questions for next week's question and answer session. And on that point, if nobody sends any questions in, um, we are just going to broadcast 15 minutes of complete silence. <laughs> so <laughs> it is in your best interests to send us some questions. Um, and that's all for this week. Bye-bye, peeps. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Hang on a sec, I can hear the music from the Godfather. Hang on. <laughs> There's our intro. There's our motherfucking intro. <laughs> uh. <laughs> He's actually gone. Where the hell has the man gone? He's been iced. <laughs> he heard the music from the Godfather and they've just killed him. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go I've made him enough or he can't refuse if we're doing Godfather gags I'm going to have to sit this one out because I've not seen it I've only seen the first one Nathan ruined the end of that for me should we ruin the end should Although, we assume this is going on the podcast the best thing the is I can't remember what he said so I'm going to go home and watch that watch what the Godfather trilogy why I can't remember what he told me now it's just about pirates isn't it something like that Amy, are you dead? <laughs> While he's gone, <laughs> um, I, I've, I'm quite tired today because I had no sleep because every time I went to sleep last night, I had a dream that Alan Cousins from uni had called me and you into a meeting and, been t- and told us that we have to do a ref- reflect uh, an exam on reflecting on our experiences to get into our next course. And only one of us, or well, I assume then that only one of us is going to get on it. <laughs> And you just 
do it really quickly, get up and leave after five minutes. And I'm sat there on question one of 90 thinking, he's already fucking finished. What am I going to do? And I keep waking up in the night thinking, oh, shit, what am I going to do? Going back to sleep, having the same dream again. I was waking What's up. What's the matter with, with you? Yeah, I woke up this morning and was like, oh, I'm so tired. I've barely slept. And, yeah, you ruined me, basically, in my sleep. That's our <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. Uh, Ruined me in my sleep. <laughs> Aiden missed all of that. He's back now, like, what are they chuckling? Aiden! What we're, a very surreal moment that was. We'll get back to that in a minute. We were going to use your Godfather comment as our intro, but while you were away, Steve just came out with, You ruined me in my sleep. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just telling him that all last night, every time I closed my eyes and fell asleep, I had the same dream about a hundred times that um, to get on our next course, this guy from our current uni called us in, asked us to do this test that reflected on our experiences in uni, um, that it was me versus Kev, and I'm sitting there on question one, and Kev just gets up, he's finished, he's done it. The, the guy already likes him more than me anyway, which we know for a fact. And um, and I'm thinking, fuck, I've got to do this test. And he's got, even in it, he's saying to me, you can take it home if you want, take as long as you like, it doesn't matter. And I'm thinking, yeah, because you fucking handed his in. He's already got the job. <laughs> Mine's going straight. He's not even a job. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just oh, it's crazy. And I, I kept waking up thinking, it's all right, there is no exam. Going back to sleep and having the same dream again <laughs> and again. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Aidy, why could you hear the Godfather music? Hey? Why could you hear the Godfather it music? sounds scared. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's weird. Where did you go? I went to see where the music was coming from. Where was it coming from? TV. 